everyone. I'm Alex West. And I'm Andrea Subasati, and we're from the Faculty of Horror Podcast. And you're listening to the Zombie Girls Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Zombie Girls Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and joining me is the whole gang, starting with Matilda. Hello. And Ariel. Hey. And Jody. Hello. And our number one Fresno queen, Sarah. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's that congeniality that, like, That's really. Right. <laughs> How is everybody doing? Good. I feel like I've I feel like I've been talking forever and I, I miss know. you all. So yeah. it's been what, so long. We just got through Halloween. How was everybody's Halloween? Good. Uh, yeah, fun. Good. What did you guys get up to? Um well on the day itself I watched the um nineteen seventy eight and the twenty eighteen uh Halloween with uh Sean because he hadn't seen them before uh, well he hadn't seen the new one before. Ooh, that was real fun. fun. And then we went to a, a party uh in the evening hosted by some of his friends and someone came to the party dressed up as him. It's quite fun. <laughs> yeah. so, funny. so good. Yeah. yeah, it was good fun. That's awesome. How about you, Ariel? Did you hand out candy? Did you dress no, up? No, I live in an apartment building that's like full of kids, but no fucking kids will come to my door. So I finally given up. I didn't buy candy this year because I always end up just eating it myself. Which... Oh, that sounds yeah. terrible. <laughs> um, no, but this year, actually, my niece wanted to throw a Halloween party for all of her like theater friends. So mm. I helped her do a murder mystery. Oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. Oh, fun. fun. Yeah, it was like Edgar Allan Poe themed and it was really fun. I mean, it was hard work because I had to like make so much food, but... It was so much fun, and these theater kids like got into it hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit, you are in charge of my Halloweens from now on. <laughs> yeah, I want a Ethan. I want a Ethan Allen. I want an Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> <laughs> Halloween it was murder so much mystery. Fun. It's happening. I'm sorry, you just got drafted. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. How about you, Sarah? What did you do? Uh, well, uh, the wife got me into playing uh, Pokemon Go, so we actually oh, spent. Dear. Uh, the first, uh, well, I worked on Halloween, but then uh, when I got out of work, we spent about two hours in the in a cemetery that's near my work that um, full of, that's full of like old historic stuff and and uh, it's actually kind of cool because there was a whole bunch of people out there, you know. Plus, there's a lot of Pokemon out, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome! What a fun Halloween! And then. Matilda, you and I spent Halloween together. Yes, we came over here. Um, and I think my favorite part was you guys was watching Rachel go to the door and I couldn't see the kids. Like some of the kids were so tiny. Uh-huh. So I was sitting on Rachel's couch and I, I just saw her go to the door and go, oh, and then you hear these tiny, you got some tiny. Yeah, there were a lot of who were like, babies. Twit, what? Who had like cute. parents behind them saying, this is, go, you got to say it. You got to say it. Yeah, and then I'd see Rachel cute. go to the door and go, "Oh, the purge!" <laughs> that was my favorite costume. You there had a, a lot of kids dressed as the purge. It yeah. was like, and it looked like the scene, you know, the 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 scene of the like whatever the the polite gentleman or whatever, where he's like looking through the people. Oh, from the first one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, because yeah. like because like the they're looking through the 
the peephole, like there's like the fisheye lens, so it's kind of a weird perspective, but it was like on small children, so I could have got like a weird fisheye lens (laughs) view of like three little purgers with candy bags out. I was like, (laughs) and I think those purgers came back. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I think I got a return visit of the same purger. Yes, that was their version of lawlessness, was coming to the same house class. I mean, I support that. Today's the day, and if it's about candy theft, I mean, but that's where it begins. It all starts with that second Reese's Buttercup. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, it was so fun, and we just yeah. kind of hung out, and yeah, and I got a few teenagers, not even in costume, but I was happy to give them candy. Yeah, yeah. In our last house, we lived in a very big Halloween neighborhood, and like at 10 p.m., I got a lone like 35 year old woman at my door with like a pacifier, wanting trick or treating. I was like, fine. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, good. Whatever's going on for you, I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Ariel, are you missing all of your naked neighbors? Um, no, because I couldn't move. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you still living with, in the naked neighborhood? Yes. Okay, I think <gasps> I've solved the mystery of why kids don't drink or drink. <laughs> 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 I didn't even think of that. Yeah, they probably saw the uh, trick or treat <laughs> one too many. <laughs> I think that should have been Ariel's Halloween costume is to just be naked in a PT cruiser. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Although anything could happen to you in that state, I guess. It, like whatever secret signal is happening. Happening. yeah you could yeah. get recruited yeah, yeah. no I, I don't I'm, I'm here until april so i've got i'm delighted <laughs> i'm sorry i know you wanted out but i am fucking delighted you're still <laughs> in the naked neighborhood <laughs> yeah it's a real treat <laughs> just, yeah I'm telling like, you, next season of American Horror Story is American Horror Story PT Cruiser. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm hoping that it's going to taper off now that it's starting to get, like, really fucking cold here. That people just, like, won't want to be naked or doing sexy stuff out in the world. I don't know. know. It could but be, like, the polar bear's version of that, right? They could keep yeah. a hat on. Right? Yeah, a hat and, some like, some mucklucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some mittens. <laughs> oh no, fingerless yeah. gloves. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, I was walking and I got diverted to a new area because they're doing a crap ton of construction around here. And I'm walking down the street, minding my own business, have my headphones in. And all of a sudden, I hear like this loud bang. So I turn my head to where the bang was coming from. It was somebody's fucking foot on the back window of their car, <laughs> and I unfortunately looked in and i swear to god there was this woman like spread eagle with a dude in between her legs just like going to town and she had like smacked her foot on the window like like titanic or something you know with the hand (laughs) oh my god God. what the fuck is happening in your neighborhood is there like a gas leak? Like, what is going on? I don't are know, they just like signal. prop spraying Viagra that's over the this signal. neighborhood? Right? Like, what is? The... It's yeah. the sig- yes. Yeah. Well, it's either that or it's some combination of like the Truman Show and punked, and everybody's just trying to see like how long can we gaslight Ariel before she goes insane? You know. <laughs> I'm just. We have a friend who's from where you're from, where you're living. Yeah. And I'm just. I'm terrified we're going to discover that it's her parents. Because, <laughs> like, all the stories oh God, we ever hear about her dad is how he just lives in his underwear. Like, <laughs> he could be the ringleader. We don't know. <laughs> I just want, I just can't wait till Rachel, or till Ariel stands in the middle of the street with a megaphone. It's just like, attention, everyone, <laughs> but, stop. Please fuck in your own home. Put on <laughs> your pants. pants on. <laughs> I used to be security at a, at a shopping mall up here, and it was like 
Oh, there was, God. There was one couple that they must have been having an affair and worked close by because, like, every day at lunch, this Suburban would pull up and this little sports car would pull up and then they'd get in the back of the Suburban. There was oh, one time that damn. looking on camera and it it was like a I want to say it was like a Honda Civic and this thing is just like just bumping right I mean just rocking oh my god <laughs> so the uh, so I send out two officers over there they go knock on the door this dude gets out that I kid you not looked like somebody shaved a gorilla I mean the dude was <laughs> massive. <laughs> And the girl that gets out is like literally the size of my arm. I mean, I don't know how the hell she was underneath this dude. I mean, that's how you get them both in the backseat of a Honda. Yeah, I mean, how, how do you get them in the back? Where of there's ten percent of room yeah, left like, in the back. Holy hell! Wow. Oh my god. But like a Great Dane and a Pomeranian is what you're. Yeah. Saying. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, what have you fools been watching, Ariel? Aside from lots of lots of public sex, what have you been watching? <laughs> yeah. Um. Before I get started, I also just want to say that if I say something more incoherent or idiotic than normal, I apologize because I have not slept in like sixty hours. What? And I started hallucinating last night. What? That's fun. Yeah. What's going on? I've been there. Yeah, what's going and on? I think it's just my insomnia is really bad. I just picked up a prescription for Ambien, so I'm going to sleep tonight. That's all I can <laughs> okay. say. But oh, I know I'm going to say God. something stupid because this morning I was reading an article before we started while I was in line at the pharmacy, and it was about Ashton Kutcher. And then I got like three quarters of the way through the article, and I was like thinking to myself, man, I didn't know he had so many shady business dealings. He and does. then I realized that I was reading an article about Jared Kushner not Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh my god. Somehow, somehow like the references to Trump didn't like jog anything <laughs> for me. So. Oh honey. You just funny. thought that Ashton yeah. Kutcher had a really fucked up father-in-law. <laughs> <Right>. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So anyways. Um what I've been watching. So um I watched this show on Netflix. It's a French show called Marianne. I think that's that's how they say it. It's spelled like Marianne or something. But um it's a horror show. It's like uh ten episodes long or something like that. And it is so good, you guys. It's basically about this um this woman who is a horror author and she's been writing about this one character for like fifteen years since she was like a teenager. And she's finally come to the end of this series and wants to kind of close it out. But when that happens, um, you kind of start to realize that some stuff is happening in her hometown that she left that she had been writing about. And it's like really spooky, like some of the things in her stories maybe are starting to come true or are based more in reality than she realized. Um, and so it's about her going back to this little town on the coast of France and reuniting with um, like her family and uh, her friends from high school and trying to figure out what's going on and it's chilling like especially mm. there's this one older woman <clears throat> character Ooh. who i swear to god this actress is amazing because they don't use any prosthetics or anything but the way she changes her face like i watched it i started watching it in the middle of the night and it like scared me because her face is just she is so so creepy um anyways it's a fantastic show it's it was it's great. It's there's funny moments. Um, the sort of stuff that happens with her and her friends is really entertaining, um, and it's also just really creepy too. So I 
I highly, highly recommend it. But if you watch it on an English language uh, Netflix account, they automatically put in the dubbed version. Mm. Um, oh, okay. And so I started watching it that way before I realized kind of like, oh, mm -hmm. their mouths are not matching up what they're saying. Definitely right. switch to the French version and read the subtitles because the acting is so much better. Um, yeah, so that mm -hmm. I think all of you guys would really like. Cool. And then, um, what else was I watching? Oh, yeah. The Nightingale. Um, <laughs> yes, I finally watched The Nightingale. I'm so excited about this. I mean, I'm, I am, I say it's a weird thing to say knowing the content of the movie, mm -hmm. but I'm really excited to hear what you think about it. That's a better way of putting it. <laughs> it is <laughs> so good, but it's also like, it's very bleak. Mm -hmm. So when I was watching it, I had heard that there were some scenes that were pretty brutal to watch and I kept thinking I had gotten to that scene and then like mm -hmm. more stuff would happen and then Yeesh. you think you've gotten past it because something really big happens but then like there's still more um so that would be my one warning is like be prepared for to watch some truly awful stuff happen but Just some the... quick setup this is the this is the follow-up film oh by yeah Je I'm directed sorry. by Jennifer Kent yes um, director of the Babadook okay mm -hmm. yeah so it's essentially about this um, young woman, her husband and her baby, who are both who are all like um, prisoners of the English in Australia. And um, she's basically being very mistreated by the leader of this army contingent. Um, and then something really bad happens to her family. And she the whole movie is essentially about her sort of chasing after this um, English leader guy. And it's amazing i mean the acting in this movie is so good it's so well written it's beautiful to look at and i think the most impressive thing is that it's so bleak in a lot of ways and really um, upsetting but there's also this really beautiful story of a woman um becoming friends with this this guy who's sort of uh leading her through the forest who's like her guide um, sort of a cross-cultural friendship that develops over time as they are going through the forest. And it's really actually very heartfelt and beautiful, um, which I think makes it easier to digest some of the truly awful things that are happening. Oh, geez. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so what I would say is just be prepared for to like maybe cry a little, to be upset by some of the things or shocked by some of the things that happen. But I was pleasantly surprised at just um, how emotionally real it was and how beautiful it was to look at. It's a really, really great movie. I highly, highly yeah. recommend it. Like, I think mm. it'll definitely be on my top 10 for the end of the year. Okay. Wow. Shit. Mm. But you got to be ready to go through some stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like wall to wall terrible, but the English guy is, he also does a fantastic job in it because I feel like sometimes when somebody is just doing terrible things, it gets like over the top and, and you don't really buy into it anymore. Mm -hmm. His performance is so grounded in reality that you honestly believe that he is as terrible as he's being portrayed as. But yeah, it just feels like really honest, mm. which makes it creepier, honestly. <laughs> okay. The yeah. Nightingale. Going to the yes. top of my mind. My... 
must watch list. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's up there with like right now, tigers so. are not afraid. Like I'm like okay, I gotta oh, be like mentally so Rachel, in the right place. Watch that one. I know. I I'm uh, my understanding is it's very like Del Toro esque, and that mm-hmm. like it's like you know. Yep, absolutely. That's but also like comparison. you will cry. <laughs> yeah, I mean because it's little kids. Yeah. But, um. It's a great, great movie. Yeah, I know. I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> I just got to be in the right headspace. Yeah, Maybe I'll do these fair. back to back and just be like, fuck oh, God. Chalk, chalk the game. <laughs> like, basically, like this, you know, chalk this game up to the, you know, the game. Like, it's. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, after watching Nightingale, I didn't watch horror for like a week because I just needed, you know. Whoa. I, I think I marathoned like The Office afterwards. Holy uh-huh. shit. Okay. Um, okay, and then the last thing is I've been watching the new season of American Horror Story, the 1984 mm-hmm. one. How is it? Is any is anybody else watching no. it? I've watched no. part. I, I I'm so bad. I watched till like I saw my friend, and then I was like, okay, I'll get back to it, and I haven't. But yeah. I liked what I saw so far. <laughs> it's a really fun season. Um, it's kind of crazy because it's essentially like this group of people who are kind of friends and meet up at a um, an aerobics class, like a jazzercise kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very, like, perfect. Like, that opening scene is very perfect. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> like, the costuming, the hair, the makeup, it's all so perfect. Um, and they all go to um, work at this summer camp where um, people have had been killed, like, years before. Um, and then they start slowly being killed off. It's really similar to the original Friday the 13th, except bonkers. Because the show just, Because of who it is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, the Night Stalker is involved. Oh, right, that's right. Um, (laughs) Like, literally, Richard Ramirez Yeah, and the guy who plays him is so good. He looks like Richard Ramirez. The acting is good. Oh. No. I don't think so. I think he's new to the show. Mm. Because hmm. they had that Halloween. I'm actually not positive on, ho- on hotel. And, oh, that's right. Um, I can't think of the actor's name. He was also in um, Southland, the cop show. You know what? It could be. I don't remember. Well, I actually, he didn't was remember really was well a... cast. It might yeah. be him. Yeah, dude I mean, looks, looks like Richard Ramirez. So much like him, but like a a better looking version of him. <laughs> um, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So there's like Richard Ramirez is there. There's another serial killer there. There's people who you think are good guys, but like aren't really good guys. And they all descend on this camp essentially. And then I don't want to give too much away, but like each episode adds a new layer of bizarre shit that's happening at this camp and elsewhere. There's so many serial killers. There's like ghost stuff happening. Um, Yeah. It's just, crazy and <laughs> um carrie fisher's daughter what's her billy name lord. billy lord it. yeah she's great in it her character montana her. Yeah, she's so great. it's amazing <laughs> so um i think it's like one or two episodes to the finale and i feel like a lot of times american horror story really loses me in like the last few episodes uh-huh. um mm-hmm. but i'm still like enjoying this one even though i'm not sure that it stands up to some of the best seasons like asylum or something um it's so cuckoo like kaja gugu just got slaughtered (laughs) 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 like like crazy shit just keeps happening every episode and i'm always surprised when it ends because it's just like 
it's so wall-to-wall bonkers anyways I'm having a lot of fun with it and like I told you before there's um the teacher from Glee is playing this camp guy who oh my god the biggest dick (laughs) it's all very kevin bacon's bacon (laughs) tiny shorts shorts. and it's just i stand by those shorts were aggressive (laughs) they were they were slaying more than jason is all i'm saying or his mama oh my god (laughs) (laughs) just saying yeah anyways so that's what i've been watching (laughs) amazing awesome so all good recommendations yeah i will say i've seen the first couple of episodes of marianne and i can i can second that that actress is terrifying right she's mm. so fucking it's creepy. the eyes man oh i mean it starts yeah. with her like pulling out her own teeth <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's, yeah that show is so creepy and like the sort of the creepy entity keeps leaving behind these little like witch bags yeah it's and it's really like creepy the bags made out of mm. skin and then it's hair wrapped around it and teeth inside yeah and Ooh. like when you figure out how these bags are being made you figure it out kind of in steps as you go it's so disturbing that reminds so me of something shocking i learned on halloween this year is that matilda's never seen the craft what what i have yeah that's right that's what we how should watch in possible? december shameful. i was it's shameful yeah, yeah. i was yeah, really shameful. busy Good when point. that came out i think i just was not in <laughs> i know but it's i was like... in like seventh or eighth grade when that came out and it was like my life i've seen that movie so many times came out, what, yeah do you know how many like crystal stores i went to after yeah, 96. I, yeah. <laughs> 96. yeah I think i was like 12 uh-huh. or 13 yeah it was the sweet spot mm-hmm. for sure Awesome. Okay, well, Jody, what have you? Been- I'm very excited to hear about all three of the things yes, I see on your too. list here. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. Tell us what you've been watching. Cool. Okay, so um, I watched a movie called You Are Never Really Here. I'm very um, curious about this. This is a great fucking movie. So um, I watched this after watching The Joker a couple weeks ago um, because it had been on my radar ever since um, since it came out, and I just never got around to it. But it's directed by Lynn Ramsey, who made um, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh huh. Yeah, have you guys seen that? No. Yes. No. But it's, it's not really horror, but like pretty, like uh, I, I guess uh, maybe that's more of a drama. But the, the, this this is more of a, a thriller. It's it's a really great adaptation of one of my favorite books, and mm-hmm. uh, just very bleak. And I think it would speak to horror fans quite a lot. Yeah. Um. So um. So she made you were never really here, um, starring Joaquin Phoenix, and it's uh, it's a very dark story. Um. Uh. Yeah, not not really horror no, again, but like yeah, quite a sort of thriller in, inflected. And it's about a guy who um, is a hitman who kind of um, uh, rescues uh, young girls from like sex trafficking. Mm. Um, so it's just like quite dark and quite obsessing kind of subject matter, but uh, really, really great, really, really violent, and yeah, just really bleak. Uh, but um, it was weird seeing that so soon after the Joker because he's completely physically different. He's all mm-hmm. kind of skinny and wiry in the Joker, and here he's like really buff and uh, got all these weird scars all over his body so it's very odd watching it so close together like this physical transformation that he mm-hmm. went through um, but really really great and obviously always great to see a, f- a female director working or as we like to call them directors working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someday and, uh, I... whisper of a dream where we can just say <laughs> directed by mm-hmm. <laughs> did I tell you guys I went to uh, when I went to the beer festival with um, the, the new Mr. Explody and uh, there was it was all female DJs at this beer festival and I went, oh look, oh look, it's all it's all female DJs. And he went, or as I like to call them, Jody, 
DJs. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, he's a feminist. So, so he's um, been upgraded to the new Mr. Explody. He's no longer the boy. Uh, oh, well, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, he got a I mister. Guess... <laughs> he got a mister. I guess he should just be Mr. Explody. Eh? But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> or as we call him Mr. Yeah. Explody <laughs> like, I don't want him to be confused with Mr. X Explody right. yeah. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's, it's, it's a great movie she's a great director and um, I, I think everybody should watch it it's, it's fantastic yeah I watched it last year and it is really really good I think one of the impressive things about it too is he's going through some, some like PTSD type stuff mm. and his portrayal of anxiety and what it looks like and feels like I thought was really, really impressive. Mm. Yeah, because you never quite know. They never kind of say, no. oh, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, you're really traumatized, eh, by that thing that mm. happened when you were young. Like, they never kind of, like, really address it. You just get these little flashes. Um, and uh, he lives with his mother, which is another weird kind of Joker parallel. I don't know if you guys have seen Joker yet. I haven't. No, actually, I think I'm going to watch it maybe today. Um, but, yeah, I recognize that, again, with a kind of caveat that it's, it's, it's it can be pretty tough going. Um the next movie, um, I know I've talked to you guys about it, but I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast already. Uh, it's a movie called Possum, mm. um, which uh, was a Sarah recommendation. I can't remember if it was a What You've Been Watching or a Best, of the, best of the Year. or um, or was the Best of the Year. That, yeah, that makes sense because it, it was also fantastic, but probably one of the scariest movies I have ever seen. I'm, like, oh, it's, wow. it's And that's very personal because it's got a spidery yeah. thing to it. Uh, so that comes with a big warning for Rachel um, and anyone else who might be... <laughs> You know, I, I basically watched this through my fingers, um, and it's about um, uh, a guy who um, is a, a child's puppeteer, um, but he's kind of been disgraced in some way, and you, you never quite learn what what's happened in his past. But he returns to his childhood home, and then like all these secrets from his past are kind of coming out. But he's got this fucking huge like tarantula puppet. Yeah. That, but you never quite kind of see all of it, or when you do, it's like kind of far away. But you'll just see like a leg here and a bit there, and sometimes it moves and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Rachel's body is recoiling oh. into the couch. <laughs> <right now. laughs> it is horrible, but it's fantastic. And Sarah, like, because you, you said, oh, the puppet is not the scariest thing in the movie, and I, I, I do and don't agree with that. I mean, it's like the the, the movie is is creepy and weird and terrifying yeah. as well. But that fucking puppet, <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's it, it was made by the guy who made, uh, I can't remember his name now, Matthew something. He made uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh. Which is, is because I, I thought, oh my god. It sounds real like, different. Yeah. But but then also, you, you get that that guy's a horror fan, I suppose. And mm-hmm. like fr- from Dark Place, you can see mm-hmm. you know where those influences kind of came from. Uh, but I'd love to see what he does next because this is very, very different in tone. It doesn't have Matt Berry putting on a funny accent. You know, it's, it's definitely very different. But it's got also uh, the main actor uh, in it is um, Sean Harris, who you, you might recognize from a few things. He was in um, Prometheus and, and some other things. But he played um, Ian Brady in uh, a movie about the Moors murders. Mm. Uh, do you know Myra Hindley and Ian yeah. Brady? Uh, there's. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if news like, news like that makes it to the States. But yeah, it's like a pretty famous um, pair of um, English serial killers um, in the 50s and 60s. As, and he plays him. Um, but the whole, the whole way through the movie, I was like, where do I know this guy from? And it's like, oh, it just got even creepier. Great. Okay, that's all I needed. <laughs> but um, I would say very high recommend. It's, it's, it's very slow. Um, I, I, don't think it, I don't remember it being very like gruesome or anything, but just 
if you're an arachnophobe like Rachel and I, fucking terrifying. Mm. Scared the shit out of me, but also really, really good and really creepy um, anyway. But maybe watch it on a small, small TV, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. every recommendation makes me think, okay, I really need to watch it. But then, like, when it comes to actually doing it, that's you've got to do be... it in the daytime, like yeah. in the morning when you've got enough time to watch something. Yeah, like like a, a cautious thumbs up. Like, really, it's a thumbs up, but uh, like, I also don't want to inflict it on you. But it's really, really good. Um, and the other movie I, I don't know how much to talk about is Doctor Sleep. Ooh, so I don't know if it, I'm you seeing that seen this yet. week. At yeah. some point, we gotta figure this yeah. out. We gotta schedule this. So maybe I mean I read the book, but okay. I don't know if other people are concerned about spoilers. Yeah, I, I read the book. I have also. not read the book. Okay. Okay. Maybe not spoilers, but maybe just let us know how it is. I mean, I I liked it okay. overall. <laughs> uh, I I have a few little things. Like my main thing. This is the spoiler. I think I probably said this already, but my main thing is Ewan McGregor. I just don't like him uh, as an actor. Um, okay. And um, I don't think he's a good Danny. I guess he looks the part because he's kind of got that Jack smile a little bit, but I don't think he looks uh, the part. And I don't really think he's a great actor. And I don't think he can do a very good American accent. And he, his Scottish keeps like leaking out oh, in all okay. his dialogue. So that really, really threw me. Um, and also, uh, it's kind of... So we've talked before about how Stephen King doesn't like... Kubrick's The Shining, and he's yeah. like the only one <laughs> in, in the world. Um, so I guess uh, I haven't read Doctor Sleep, but it's obviously a sequel to the book, and yeah. probably tries to get as far away from the movie as possible. Um, whereas this, um, see, it's it's half an adaptation of the book and half a sequel to the movie. So I feel like there's a bit of a disconnect there between what they're going for, and overall, I think that that damages the movie. But for Shining fans. Like, uh, it's all, it's all references to The Shining. It's all, you know, the carpet and everything. And it's all flashbacks and dialogue. And, but then you've got this kind of other half of the story, which is kind of related, but, but a separate sort of Shining story. And overall, I think there's a bit of a disconnect there, which mm. ultimately made it not work for me. But as a Shining fan, I really liked it. And I liked all the nods and I love Mike Flanagan and I will just watch anything that he Ugh. makes. Yeah, and um, the rest of the cast were really great. The main villain is really great, um, and I think you guys would 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 dig it probably, especially if you've read the book. Maybe you'll get more of it than I did from uh, from having read the book. So, would you recommend Doctor Sleep? Should we or should we be as excited about it as we all currently are? I mean, I I think so. Like, I I went in kind of like half and half excited. Okay, uh, and I came out kind of half and half happy with it. So, um, I would recommend it to you guys. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was my other thought about my next pick was to rewatch The Shining and Doctor Yeah, Sleep I just together, finished but... reading the book, so that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. whatever you want. It, yeah. you are the I don't know. you are the the boss of that episode. You can I'm pick waffling. whatever you want. You got a lot of <laughs> options. Yeah, but I'll be happy with any of them. Um, mm. Awesome. Okay, well, Matilda, what have you been watching? Uh, I have been watching a few things. Um, I watched a movie on Shudder called The Transfiguration. Has anyone else seen this? I have not. I hadn't even heard about it before. The African-American vampire one, right? Yes. Have you seen Uh, that? No, I've read really good things about it, though. It's so good. You would think that, like, vampire is done and, you know, it, um, it reminded me a little bit of Let the Right One In. Hmm. But right. in a really good, interesting way. I really Ooh. loved this movie. Need to watch this. Yeah. yeah. It's on Shudder, right? It's on Shudder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or it was 
last I checked. Mm-hmm. Shutter's pretty good about holding on to the stuff. They it's get. true. They don't cycle things out too yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really recommend that one. In fact, maybe that's what I might pick next time because it is. Um, <laughs> it's so good. We are on a real journey. So, so I really I think, am. I think uh, Matilda needs is a fifty-sided uh, die and uh to, to number <laughs> and just randomly roll i know i know uh yeah i really it's uh it's very moving it's it's just such a sweet movie um so i've been watching that uh i've been watching watchmen oh yeah I yes. that which yet. i was yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to be all in for this. And then both Rachel and Mr. Matilda said, no, you in particular yeah, need to this, watch this. Yeah, it's for like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even though I'm not usually, like, the most excited about comic stuff. I mean, it's, this is a graphic novel I've read. and Yeah, um, but it's comic. The comic stuff is really just, it's like how we were talking about horror movies being a good vehicle for social messages. Yes. The comic stuff is just the vehicle. Yeah. Yes. It is not this the point. Is, it's so well done. Oh my god. I'm so excited. Is anybody else watching this? I haven't, I haven't started, started it yet. yet no. Ariel. Ariel. <laughs> you first step one, sleep. Step two <laughs> watch the fucking watchman. Yeah, in okay. that order. Please don't watch okay. it before sleep you first. Go to sleep. Before I don't want to know what it would do to your dreams. Don't <laughs> yeah. sleep first. <laughs> How about you, Jody? Do you have the watchman over there? Or like obviously it's over there, right? I haven't seen. It. Is it on um, Amazon? HBO. Yeah, HBO. HBO. Oh. Oh, right. okay. Also, that giant Doctor Manhattan vibrator. Can we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm in. Did I hear you right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Episode three gets. It takes really a goes turn. there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Now, it's does so it matter good. if I don't remember? The no. no, 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 no. Okay. no. Nope. I don't I remember so much. Read, if you really want to know, remember. read a wiki. Same. Keep it moving. Yeah. yeah, like you might miss some like Easter eggs, or you're like you don't know who gotcha. the character is. But like in terms of understanding the plot and and the themes, no. Okay, cool. What else have you been watching? So my third thing I've been watching, I've only watched a little bit because I'm kind of hoarding it because so I'm so excited, which oh, is yeah. Creepshow. Yes. yes. I'm doing the exact same thing, Matilda. Yeah, the new Creepshow. So even the, just that first episode, the yes. thing with the dollhouse, I oh, can't get over it. Like, so good. Yeah. It's so good. So great. I loved it so much. So I'm so excited. It's just going to be like my absolute like holiday treats over this period of the year mm-hmm. is to watch more creep show and i'm so excited they're doing such a good job of it and they've yeah. been renewed for a second season yeah, yeah. Yes. oh that's awesome yeah so mm-hmm. it's on shutter do you have shutter jody uh not anymore i wasn't really using it that much mm. that's no excuse you might want to dip in for for yeah for creep get show, back on it. it's good it really mm-hmm. is it's really it, it's good and it's fun and yeah i i enjoyed it yeah, it's both mm. fun and effective. Yeah, yeah. Like I, the I, I think the first one by, was by the uh, the head in the dollhouse. That yeah. one is really creepy. Yeah, I don't yeah. And, like. I don't... When she pulls it out, I'm like, no. <laughs> when she threw it under the yes! bed, I was like, no, yes. no, 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 no. And the little xenomorph. <laughs> have you gotten to that one yet? Yes. No. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's the hand. They oh, grow uh-huh. and turns yeah. into like a little. Yeah. yeah, that one's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe, you would love some... it. It's so good. 
Mm, yes. All I hear is good things. I'd like to see it. I'm just waiting for my um, Zombie Girls corporate um, account to come through. Yeah. <laughs> At some yeah. point, I swear to God, I'm gonna get a Patreon or something going. I gotta like, I got Here's the thing: is I can't ask people for money until I start getting my shit together a little bit more. When I can get them out regularly, I mean, the thing is, it's a catch twenty two. On one hand, if people were paying for it, I would feel obligated to like be better about getting it out. But yeah. I also feel bad about asking for money until I get it out regularly. Yeah, sure. So maybe you guys just need to harass the shit out of me so I can get it together and then feel justified in asking people to give us money. I, <laughs> or, or we could help. I mean, that's yeah. another thing we could do. I yeah. know, but everybody's busy. I don't expect you. I don't want people to feel like they have to do stuff. <laughs> hmm. Maybe this is why I'm poor. <laughs> I'm learning things about myself this morning. Find yourself Sunday. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys notice, though, the pattern I'm finding with them is the first one is okay, and then the second part of the episode is, like, the really good part? So, like, the first episode, it's the head. The second episode, it's the hand. Yeah. The third episode, I'm trying to remember. It's the, the Halloween one, episode, isn't like... it? Or is that the fourth one? The Halloween one with I the I think that's the fourth the one. Yeah, that's the fourth one, and that's the first half of it, and then the second half is... That one was really good. The Scarecrow. The Scarecrow was scary. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, no, the Genie. The Genie one. I totally had dreams about mm. the Genie one. Have you gotten to that one, suitcase? Sarah? Yes! yes. Oops, sorry, I spoiled things. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it's so bizarre, and that one was good. I totally had dreams about people in suitcases after that. Highly recommend. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I think even the mm. ones that aren't quite as strong are still so much fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Like watching old Tales from the Crypt. It is. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. The totally. effects yeah. look good and the color yeah, saturation looks great. And the, yeah. The it feels like the... a labor of love. A lot yes, of episodes yes. directed by women, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's And exciting. I love the, the creep. Yeah. The creep mm-hmm. is good. The creep is very good. All right. Well, Sarah, what else have you been watching? All right. So, wait, was Matilda done? Yeah, okay. I'm done. Right? Okay, so mm-hmm. creep show. I've been watching creep show yeah. also. Um, and then Yay. Carnival Row, which is on Amazon Prime. Um, mm-hmm. that one's really good. And you're talking about like you know things that are like you know politics in in like comic form, and you know it's definitely politics in a, in a uh, urban fantasy form. Oh, cool. It's, it's a lot about you know it's basically uh, humans have discovered the that there is a a fantasy fantasy world and you know there's fairies and and uh, minotaurs and not minotaurs but like pan like creatures and mm. um you know they basically have gone to war to to over who gets to exploit this land and the the burg is the the main area uh, one of the nations that that's gone to war and they've pretty much lost so they're getting all these immigrants from this, you know, fantasy world, and they pretty much put them in this area called Carnival Row. Um, and you know, it's like there's there's uh, fairy prostitutes and and uh, house servants, and you know, they work basically, you know, low wage jobs for the burgishmen, and you know, there's uh, it starts off as sort of a murder mystery. Somebody's Killing, killing uh, fairies, sort of Jack the Ripper-ish. I've been meaning to get around to that, but I didn't know. Yeah, I keep seeing it advertised yeah. on Amazon. The first episode is kind of kind of slow, but 
Get, get okay. past the first episode, and it starts to get a lot more intriguing. I mean, you have uh, Jared Harris in it. You have, uh, you know, just just an amazing cast. Nice. Because there's all this, like, anti-phase like stuff going on in the Berg, and, you know, it's really cool. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. Put it on my to-watch list. Yeah. And then finally caught up with Midsummer. Okay. What did you think? Yeah, what did you that think? That was amazing. Yes, that was fucking amazing. I t- I Yay. for like a minute played with trying to like make some sort of like ridiculous flower ca- crown and have that be my Halloween costume. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and I was just like, ooh, that sounds like a lot of work. Oh my god! <laughs> I like to get a bear mascot and just get in it. With the, there you go. The head scene. Oh. oh my god, that would be such a good couple's costume. Oh. Like oh, you know yeah, those like would. bear onesies. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Like right, a no bear and then it. a cover in the and then cover yourself in flowers is yes, the other one. Mine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's happening next year. <laughs> yes. I mean, it'll be a little late, but then that means everybody else won't be dressed like Midsummer. Good point. Yeah, bringing it back. It's retro. Yeah, yeah. The, the market um, corner. The but Sarah, what, Sarah, what were you saying about the head scene? Oh, that head scene was just harsh. Oh, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real hard. Yeah. <laughs> what is Ari Aster working out about head trauma? Right. I no, really have look. this question. He's got to have something going on in his brain that's yeah. causing him to repeat this pattern. No kidding. What's his next movie? If there's head stuff in it, it's a wrap, dude. <laughs> We're gonna have to check in on all air. Ari. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the if you come away from it being like, I don't want to break up with Ari Aster, that would be bad times. Right. Because <laughs> if this is his breakup movie. Yeah. It was damn amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Agree, agree. Uh, awesome. Okay, well, what have I been watching? We've had a lot of good recommendations, so I'm just gonna keep my short and sweet this time. I saw a lot of stuff, but I didn't love all of it. So I just want to talk about the one movie I really enjoyed, okay. which is a movie called Sweetheart. Has anybody heard of this? Heard of I it. have. It's on my to watch list, but I haven't gotten there yet. All right. Well, get get. You're in for a treat. I don't want to overhype <laughs> it because you know I get excited about things and then I overhype them. But I really enjoyed this movie. Someone described it as a cross between Castaway and The Predator. And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. So it is about, oh, it's directed by J.D. Dillard, who I don't know what else he did. But anyways, it is um, about a woman who um, has been in some sort of boat crash or something, ends up like on uh, alone on a deserted island. And the first half of the movie is her trying to figure out how to survive. There's almost no dialogue whatsoever. But she comes to realize pretty quickly that she's not alone on the island. That there's something else that comes out at night that is like hunting things on the island. And she has to figure out how to survive on the island with this thing. And it is not easy. And um, it has a really cool, it features like a really cool creature design, something I had not seen before. And the very first reveal of the creature is so cool. Mm. I don't want to spoil it because like it was one of those things where I didn't know it was coming. And so when it happened, Mm. like I was like, oh, that's amazing. Um, And it's incredibly tense. Uh, It has the, it's a case of where your main character is really smart and is making good choices throughout the movie instead of irritating the shit out of you. Um, mm. And it's largely, almost entirely, just one woman on an island versus a monster. Um, and I loved it. 
I absolutely great. loved it. It's kind it of cool. below the radar. I, I, like I said, I don't want to overhype it because I didn't have super high expectations when I went to it. But I feel confident that this thing is solid. And that even with a little bit of hype, you're going to have a really good time with it. Um, so definitely, it's on video on demand now. Or however you get your movies. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, this one's definitely worth a rent. Uh, especially if you can get it for a few bucks on Amazon. Because it, cool. it is a fun little monster movie. Which I don't know how often we get fun little monster movies yeah, anymore. That's true. And it's, um, yeah, like a really cool woman being a badass. She comes up with stuff that, like, you're like, oh, that's really smart. That's, I would not have thought to do that. Some of it mm-hmm. works, some of it doesn't. <laughs> but it's all, <laughs> none of it is dumb, which is, which is a really important part of this. And yeah, so definitely check out Sweetheart. So, shall we get into some Terminator action? Yeah. All right. With the release of Terminator Dark Fate, we decided to, in the style of our like ode to Ripley, talk about another sort of iconic action horror genre adjacent um, female heroes, which is the one and only Sarah Connor, because this is her return to the Terminator uh, franchise. And much in the way that the latest Halloween decided to just do away with all the crappy sequels. Okay, I know there are fans, but you know what I mean? Like the non-canon sequels. How very dare you. Yes, we decided to, or the Terminator franchise has done the same. So now, according to this timeline, Terminator, Terminator Judgment Day, and Dark Fate are the three movies in the series. So the timing was perfect. We decided we would revisit those three movies and talk about Sarah Connor and her evolution as a character over those movies um, in the process. So... To start off, why don't we begin with The Terminator? Matilda, you have the synopsis for that. I do. So this is the original 1984 Terminator, Uh directed by James Cameron, and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, and Michael Bean, Bean. I'm assuming? Mm -hmm. Is that how you say his name? Bean. Uh, All right. So the synopsis is, Sarah Connor, a woman with a regular life, is shocked to hear that several women with her name are being murdered. She soon realizes that a seemingly indestructible cyborg is trying to kill her. The Terminator, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, has been sent back through time to destroy her before she can give birth to her son, who will one day lead a human resistance against machine overlords. Sarah escapes with the help of a soldier who was sent through time to protect her. Yeah. And they go to Bone Town. <laughs> <laughs> they love Annette. Their time was brief. What does she say? They we love loved Annette. enough for a lifetime. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. he must have really put it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, some people just have, you know, like some people can sit down at a piano and play it the first time. It's kind of like. The same thing, but with a vagina. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, every time I hear Game of Thrones, I just think about that final season and it hurts my heart. I know. Too soon, man. (laughs) I don't want to hear about the 2016 election and I don't want to hear about the final season of Game of Thrones. (laughs) They hurt equally. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So, what do we think about The Terminator, the movie that started this franchise? And also, what do we think about Sarah Connor? Mm, I know what you're going to say, so I'm going to go to Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start with some positive vibes first. (laughs) Oh, does Matilda not like The Terminator? 
I mean, so, I mean, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I am really not an action movie person. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And especially 80s action movies. So <gasps> it's been a rough yeah, week. It's so. been a rough week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Full okay, disclosure, well, I, I, I gave you so many. I was Rachel like, you did. can opt out. Because I was excited and I forgot about how much she hates action movies when yeah. I was like, we should do this. Yeah. And so I was like, you do not have to do this. I don't want to torture you. <laughs> no, but I am not. I am not here to like yuck anybody's yum either. So, uh, but other people should go first. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Rachel, Ariel, Rachel, you did yeah. to Matilda what she did to us with the Aronofsky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, karmic, cosmic justice. <laughs> Except for that, I actually like. Both Although of them. I did, we did have at my house a brief talk about how what I should do for my next pick is to say we're watching all the other Terminator movies and then I just not do it. We're really testing the bounds of our furniture. Listen. Listen. AVP 2 is good. I don't yeah. care what anyone thinks. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> I will die on. <laughs> okay, Ariel, what right. do you think of the Terminator? I love this movie. I mean, I've seen it so many times that I'm not sure that I can see it with like clear, non-nostalgia-filled eyes. But counterpoint T two. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So this is not my favorite of the Terminator movies, but I I love this film. It's so much fun. Um, Linda Hamilton her character you know gets better as the series goes along but she's still great in the first movie too and i mean the special effects are even i think mostly still hold up they're very impressive man uh, Winston. I love it. yeah the mm-hmm. man was a genius yeah it looks great like the puppeteering and stuff it's just amazing yeah. what they were able to accomplish and what um, doesn't look good does is kind of like charming you know what i okay, mean ex- yes thank you i was just having yeah. a conversation yeah. with somebody where yeah. even like practical effects that maybe look um yeah a little not quite there now looking back they still i still enjoy them so much more than shitty cgi looking back mm-hmm. you know yeah um because i yeah i think you're right there's like a charm factor there um yeah i don't know what else to say about it other than it's just a really fun movie i love it Awesome. All right, Jody. what do you think of The Terminator? Um, I also love it, and I, I, I echo everything that Ariel just said. I don't know that I can kind of objectively kind of critique the movie um, because I'm just like, oh, that bit was fucking awesome. Um, part of me thinks like maybe some of it hasn't aged that well, like some of the, um, the dialogue between Sarah and her friend mm. is a little bit dated, and the, you know, there's the, the hair factor. Of the <laughs> oh, oh, good. When you were the hair, I was <laughs> delighted. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> like, they spend so much time in the mirror, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, bam, bam. You're like, worth yeah. it, worth it, worth yes. every bit of move. Yeah, that, night, that nightclub hair. She just, like, bangs her boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I have a I have a t shirt from that nightclub as well. I've got a techno arm. You do? Oh. Yes. oh my god. I, yeah. Now Oh my god. Santa, come on, baby. Yeah. I need a techno arm shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I've got a Skynet one as well, but uh yeah, techno one's better. Um uh what was the thing I was gonna say? Oh yes, this came out in nineteen eighty four, which is the year I was born, so I uh, I have a soft spot for this movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Um, but um, I, I love it. I had this and, and um, Judgment Day kind of back to back on one of those giant VHSs. Mm. Oh, amazing. Uh, like, like, like the double VHS packs. And yeah. I just, just watched the shit out of them all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we used to rent these constantly. And mm-hmm. my mom, especially after seeing the second one, had like the biggest crush on Linda Hamilton in her arms. So oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I yeah. used to watch it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. I think Michael B might have been part of my sexual awakening too. Yeah. Oh my, I, yeah. absolutely. Although like, also there we'll get to it but eddie furlong also loomed large in my oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> not creepy now and i definitely right. have f- opinions about uh, edward furlong that have evolved um but yeah yeah these these movies are sort of intrinsically linked to a uh sure mm-hmm. some feelings pants feelings <laughs> <laughs> so awesome okay yeah so this movie is my favorite of the franchise okay by far um there are things that i like about the other two quite a bit but like as a whole even though i feel like this is the weakest of the sarah connors um it's on a scale because of where she ends up in the second one right yeah she's actually Mm. uh, the reason i like this one is this is the scariest of all of them this Uh, is the one that's like the sci-fi slasher and so in this one eventually she becomes like the prototype for female action heroes but in this one, she is very much um, the uh, the final girl. Like, all of her attributes are very much in keeping with a final girl, which is an mm-hmm. action heroine. And I think she is a solid final girl. She uh, James Cameron actually referenced Halloween when he was making this movie. Like, that was one of the major inspirations behind it. And so a lot, like, when we get to the third one, there is a lot of... Um, crossover between her and Laurie Strode in terms of like where they ended right. up in their 60s mm-hmm. that we'll definitely mm-hmm. discuss. Yeah. So when I discovered that Laurie Strode was actually in part inspiration and Halloween was in part inspiration for the first movie, it kind of made sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally makes sense. A because, part of it all along. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I love about the first Halloween, like we talked about when we did that episode, is how Laurie Strode's fear is so like real and palpable. And I, you get that from Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too. Yes. And I do think she gets a really great final girl, final act, where she yeah. it's, mm-hmm. eventually when Michael Bean like sacrifices himself, R.I.P. She gets her like moment where she gets to face off with the monster and like yes. defeat it. And I, yeah. that scene where it has like lost its all of its skin and is just like a, a robot chasing her, like it really does. Uh, that part was genuinely scary. Even having seen it a million times, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it had been long enough that I had forgotten some of the shots. And some of the shots where it is just like will not stop. It is following them up the stairs, and it's like shot down mm-hmm. with it looking up, are genuinely chilling. Yeah. And then the tension of her going through the compre- the compactor oh, that gets me every time. Yeah. It, it it goes into my other fear, which is like claustrophobia. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. knowing that she's in like heavy machinery adds to that. That it could close. Yeah. It's terrifying. Um. But yeah, and you begin to see a bit of the evolution of the character when she's like, "Get on your feet, soldier!" Like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It see, even though it wasn't intended at the time, like it it allows sort of um a path that she follows in the second movie. Like you can see the seeds of when they were writing the second movie, how you could call back to that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her transformation yeah. makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah cause, um, I don't think she's as weak as a lot of people think she is. Like, but, I mean, yeah. she, she does get a lot stronger, especially in the second one. But, you know, she patches up um, Hicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hicks. Uh, what's his name? Kyle. Reese. Uh, Reese. Uh, um, Reese. Reese. Um, when they're underneath that bridge. Right. 
and, and he's like, oh, that's actually a really good field dressing. And, um, you know, and she, and she picks them up. And when she gets stood up from her date at the start of the movie, she doesn't mope around. She's like, oh, I'll just go out myself. Mm-hmm. I just get, get yep. on with it. Like, yeah. It's fine. I... yeah. All right. Matilda, what do you think of the Terminator? <laughs> so, so this is also my favorite. It's the best the one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as I was rewatching it, like, it's very of its time, which is oh, both sure. charming and sure. kind of like has its issues. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one is um, like it feels like the purest Terminator movie in certain yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, did, I was really relieved that she got to face off herself because otherwise I don't think her character would be anything other than the damsel in distress of an 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can see how that kind of like transforms her character. And you can see the love of the director for her character in this one. Mm-hmm that I think evolves to the third one, which we'll talk about to the most recent. Yeah. That's very interesting (laughs) because yeah, yeah. We'll get into it when we get there, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. So I think this one solid sci-fi horror slashery. Yeah. Kind of thing. And the effects are great. Like in all of these, which we'll talk about, like I love the effects of these. It's kind of what keeps it entertaining for me, even Mm -hmm. as someone who doesn't love action. Mm -hmm. The way that those effects evolve over time is really cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right, Sarah, did we get your intake intake on this? Oh my God, Sarah, what did you think of Terminator? I'm so sorry. Oh, I love this movie. And, you know, and it's little things in it that I love too. Like, Lance Hedrickson keeps starting stories and Paul Winfield cuts him off. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah. stories are going to be like wholly inappropriate for like, you know, the situation, but it's just, you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta laugh. Cause it's like, every time he starts a story, well, you know, this, that reminds me of this time, this guy had this Afghan and you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wanted to hear the damn story. But it's just like, I like the little, the little nuances and stuff like that, you know, um, uh yeah i mean this movie's great the like i said like you guys said some of the special effects that don't hold up you know like arnold digging around in the space that you know Mm -hmm. they're they're, they're (laughs) charming and i i watched this for a class a few years ago it was a uh sci it was science fiction movies as as literature and Mm -hmm. um yeah it was it was kind of funny how many people because like everybody in the class was like 20 something and you know 1920s and and they were just like oh you know he's digging around his you know his face that's so fake you know it's talking about how cheesy it is and it's like yeah but you don't you guys don't realize how like that that scene in in the in the beginning was was so technologically advanced having this big shiny silver robot running upstairs was technologically advanced you know um but yeah, this is like what three years after we got to see like Kermit and Miss Piggy like riding a bicycle. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, somebody, it was early days, said man. This one time, and they said, you know, people seem to forget that Clash of the Titans and Empire Strikes Back came out at the same time because Clash yeah, of the mm-hmm. Titans came out and everybody went, "Wow, that's really cool!" And then Empire came back, came out, and they went, "Clash who?" right yeah <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah and and as far as the story i mean it it does plant the seeds for linda hamilton to not only be the final girl but to take the next step because i mean where do you mm-hmm. like and her story makes more sense than 
you know, than a lot of things. Like, you, you always wonder what Everything happened to the else. final girl afterwards. <laughs> I mean, you see some mm-hmm. of those seeds planted mm-hmm. with Sydney in in Scream 2, how she's, you know, mm-hmm. she's got the caller ID, she's, you know, a little more, like, aware of her surroundings, that kind of thing. But, I mean, yeah, when you have something like that happen and you're just like, no, we're all going to die. You don't get it. We're all going to die unless this thing stops. So, I mean, it does plant mm-hmm. the next, like, logical conclusion the seeds for the next logical conclusion of what her character becomes right yeah right yeah i think it totally makes sense what happens in the second movie and the thing that that i think is so great about the first one is just that there is there are scares there like Mm it it is really creepy and disturbing how he just keeps coming that she yeah she even gets finally to the police station and is like surrounded by cops but it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter Right, mm-hmm. that doesn't protect her in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. I think all of these movies have that. I think that's what's so genuinely creepy about all of them is that it's kind of like um, I don't know if other people have dreams like this, but being with like trying to fight something and like nothing you do has any impact. Mm-hmm. Like things 100%. that should have a big impact yes. have yeah. no impact. Yes. Um, and Good so call. it's just yeah. all strategy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because it's it's a believable fear, right? I mean, like robots coming from the future to murder you, like that's not very a, a realistic, you know, uh, yeah. premise. But the the kind of relentless, okay, this thing is after you, and you could like I, I kind of likened it in a way to like an ex husband kind of yeah. like yeah. just coming for you, you yeah. know, that you can't get away. Especially like you know back in the eighties, there's no Facebook or anything like that. But he's like, well, I can call, you know, I can call you and I can find out where you are and I can follow you and how how do you get away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And yes, that dream. I totally have that dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That either your arms don't work or like you, they work, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Can't it's, yell. Can't yell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. I have that one where I'm running and I'm trying to like turn a corner. Like if I just turn the next corner before they do, they won't see me, but they always do. Mm. Ugh. Although yeah. I kind of, do you guys, this is, a, this is a sidetrack, but do you guys kind of love nightmares? i kind of love my nightmares i mean not ones not the ones that are like about my family or but when i have like scary like nightmare scary nightmares yeah i kind of love them because they're the only scary movies that still scare me yeah i do wake up and go like oh i was on a ride yeah yeah because you're now you're safe at the end of it but like when i have like a pennywise nightmare it's really really scary and there's a part of me that's kind of like Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can just watch possum you don't need to but yeah okay so question quick question before we move on to the t2 um who this is something we were talking about in my house while we were watching this who is michael bean's most iconic role is it kyle reese or is it uh sergeant hicks Uh, well see i i fancy reese but i don't fancy hicks interesting why is that i don't know i can't put my finger on it okay what do you guys think who's the more iconic bean Hicks or or Reese? I think it's Hicks, but I I do not respond to him either way. So, okay. okay. How about a, how about you guys? I'd say I I would say the same as Matilda. Yeah, I I'd, okay. I'd say Hicks, and I mean for me, yeah, I don't respond to him either way. But like I forget that he's even in the movie, The Terminator. Mm-hmm. Like when I run through the plot in my head. It's all he's just not even there. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> I think he's kind of forgettable. Yeah. All right. We've definitive decision has been made. Hicks, most iconic Michael Bean. 
Did you guys notice um, Bill Paxton? Mm -hmm. I was going to say well? yes. R.I.P. Bill. Bill Paxton yeah. and um, that guy that, that, that always plays the villain, the square-jawed guy. I can't think of his name. but Yeah. Well, he's like a, a, a diet on a short yeah. right? Yes, <laughs> you're right, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He, plays, he plays X-Files and all Arnie kinds without of the HRA. Yeah, he, he was that alien bounty hunter in X-Files, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bill, Bill Paxton. I know. R.I.P., man. Is it still true that Bill Paxton's the only actor that have been killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and a, a Xenomorph? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Wow, that's quite the title. Yeah, I was trying to figure out whether... Um, uh, Lance Henriksen had as well, but I don't think he was in any of the Predator movies. Well, he was in AVP. Oh, he's in AVP. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Did, was he? Did he end up showing up there? Well, I started to watch it to try and figure it out, and then I just couldn't finish it. <laughs> I mean, I think you could skip to the end, right? Uh, but yeah, that's rough stuff. We actually had a conversation over Halloween over which AVP movie was better. <laughs> it was a dark night but i mean what else is halloween for <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay so any other thoughts on the terminator before we move on to judgment day insert guns and roses song <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna silence means we're moving on okay yeah. t2 jodes you have the synopsis for this one mm -hmm. so terminator 2 judgment day Directed by, oh, from 1991, directed by James Cameron, starring Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Robert Patrick, and Edward Furlong. Set ten years after the events of the first Terminator movie, Sarah is incarcerated in a psychiatric institution while her son John lives in foster care. History repeats itself when a, a killing machine travels from the future to terminate John before he can grow up to become the leader of the resistance against the machine. A familiar face also travels back in time to protect John. Together they reunite with Sarah to try and defeat the Terminator and prevent the impending nuclear holocaust. All right, Jody. How do you feel about T two? Oh, I fucking love Terminator two as well. Yes. Um, I, and it's like you guys just said that maybe the first one is your favorite. Like, common, you know, uh, consensus is that the Terminator two is the better movie. I don't know. Like, I it's it's like Alien and Aliens for me. They're two they're two halves of the same story, and I just love them both, and I can't separate them. I could completely understand why you would like the first one, especially as horror fans. But I love them both. Um. Um, I can't. I can't remember if you guys said that you'd watch the original or the um, the theatrical or the director's cut. I ended up going director's cut. Directors, I think. So I've I seen um, I've seen that more often, but I saw the theatrical more recently. Um, but definitely the director's cut is the superior cut. I think. Um, this just seems like a really natural progression from the last movie. It's essentially the same movie again. It's 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 the. Um, uh, Return of the Jedi versus the New Hope. It's the same story told again um, with just more advanced stuff. You've got this new Terminator that comes back. Uh, another X-Files person mm -hmm. in uh, Robert Patrick. Um, and I think it's great. Um, it's more of an action and less of a horror than the first one. It's less. It's got less of those kind of slasher tropes oh, yeah. that the first movie has. Um, but you can't fault... And, like if, if, if you did have a problem with some of the special effects being dated in the first one, I don't think anybody could say that about part two. No. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sarah. So we definitely do not miss you on this one. What did you think of Terminator 2? George Murder. Uh, I remember seeing this film in the theater thinking it was awesome, and I still think it was awesome. Uh, it was kind of funny, though, because about halfway... Uh, the wife and I had a couple errands we had to go run, and I had just put this on. And we got to the scene where um, there, where Ed Furlong's fleeing on, on the dirt bike. And he's, oh, yeah, and, that's a good uh, one. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, as soon as this chase scene is over, we'll go ahead and and uh, and and go. And she's like, great. <laughs> you ain't going uh, like an hour. I mean, the whole movie is that chase scene, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. never stop. Yeah, but I mean, I, well, well, hey, at least at least it's not like me telling her um, the Nightmare on Elm Street documentary, the one that's like four hours long. Oh, telling her, yeah, as yeah. soon as this is over, we'll go ahead and go. <laughs> oh, oh no! Did you know when you said it? Yes, I know. It was ah! like minutes into it. <laughs> so shady. It's Scandalo. You heard it here. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean this this movie's this movie's great, and I mean, like, if you've never seen The Abyss, you really need to see The Abyss because that's the you know where he mm-hmm. is. That Michael that Bean's most iconic role. That's where Cameron developed the the. Uh, special effects for the for the t1000 mm-hmm. and you know that that movie is not quite as awesome as this one in in the use of it but it was still really cool at the time and still now to, mm-hmm. to see those effects mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i mean this one really holds up um just i i love it i mean i like i said the it sarah's progression makes sense mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. Edward Furlong's whole thing about, you know, I thought everybody grew up like this until you know, all of that makes sense. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good movie. There's, I mean, there's cheesy moments in, in it, how they make, you know, <laughs> of course, but overall it's a great film. So um, I think maybe the first Terminator is a scarier movie or even maybe a better movie, but this one is definitely my favorite. Um, this one came out when I was a little kid and I just thought it was amazing. I've seen it so many times. My brother and I used to watch this all the mm-hmm. time together. Um, so I have very fond memories of it. I was a fan of Salute Your Shorts as a kid. So seeing Budnick like riding on a motorcycle was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, the special effects were amazing then. And I still think they look fantastic. Like when he goes through the bars of the police mm-hmm. station, that mm-hmm. looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, becoming the linoleum floor. And yeah. Then, shifting up the amazing scene in the elevator where he, you know, stabs through it and then pulls the doors apart. There's so many amazing scenes in this movie. And I think it just still to this day, looks fantastic and better than a lot of CGI. That's like 15, 10 or 15 years old. And I know? love that noise that he makes that pterodactyl yeah. bird of prey noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and watching uh, Linda Hamilton's progression and like learning how she brought up her kid and and hiding you know guns in the desert and training with all of these different people to like learn how to defend herself and her son, it's all so good. Mm-hmm. I just I love this movie and I even love the cheesy stuff with Arnold becoming more human, you oh. know. And that scene where they take his head apart, like that looks so good. Yeah, that that it was part yeah. was real cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just have the fondest memories of this movie and watching it again. Like I had just as much fun watching it as I used to. So it was a treat. Thank you. Awesome. Speaking of people who felt like it was a treat. (laughs) 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 All right, Matilda, unleash the beast. My dreams. No, no. So I think this movie so well done in terms of like special effects and in terms Mm -hmm. of those fight scenes, it's just fight scenes are my ambient. And so, it took me three days to finish this movie to tell oh you my just God. because I kept, because every time they would start fighting, I would fall asleep. Yeah. Oh and this is, if you don't like um, fight scenes, this movie is not for you. 
yeah but the but the like the way that the liquid terminator moves is so cool mm-hmm. um but to me i mean i think that but the overall like plot wise and things like that this to me felt like similar to the transition from alien to aliens mm-hmm. yeah definitely mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. t1 to t2 kind of feels that way like the there's there's something there's so much to enjoy about the first one and the second one feels like a bunch of guys at a party like shouting one-liners at each other about it <laughs> Mm. sorry sorry (laughs) listeners um but yeah like the effects are great and the effects totally kept me interested and impressed um i in my notes at the end when linda hamilton's voiceover is saying like if a terminator can figure out how to care about humanity maybe we like i just wrote the james cameron of it all in giant letters (laughs) on my notes (laughs) That's pretty accurate. <laughs> which is which is part of the aliens thing too, yeah, right? Like sure. I feel like th- so to me that's kind of where this went. But all that said, like the the effects are gorgeous and some of the fight scenes are really incredible. It is so of its time though. Ooh. Holy shit! Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> like some, I mean, yeah, this is the most nineties yeah. movie ever oh, made. Yeah. For from sure. the like beginning wail of Axl Rose to the like public <laughs> enemy T-shirt on the kid, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. on the white kid, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. That's not as bad as I thought it would no, be. Yeah, no. actually, okay. I thought it was gonna be more derisive, maybe. So I'm in the middle. I feel like this was the this is the one I've seen the most for sure. Because I, this came out right at the right time in my life. Yeah. I was so bought into the Eddie Furlong of it all. Mm-hmm. I, it allowed me to be in the movie in a way. Like, having, like, I loved it. And the first time I saw this movie, I cried at the end when he went into the, he gave Did the you? thumbs up as he went yeah. into the magma. <laughs> I cried. And then many times when I watched it, I would stop before that because I didn't want to see his pet Terminator go into the, into the, you know. I know. It's it was sad. So, <laughs> I watched it oh, again no. as an adult. Oh. And my feelings have evolved. <laughs> this movie is two movies to me. And there's a movie that I'm super into and super invested in. And then there is a movie that, like, it is, it made me cringe so okay. hard. And I believe that it is best illustrated by the use of bad to the bone mm. when they, <laughs> yeah. when Arnold is introduced. There's this cool scene where it's like, they're like, oh, we're upping the violence in this, where he fights the biker gang and throws them on the hot stove and like all that stuff. Uh-huh. And then he steps out and like steals the glasses and gets on the thing. To the, I'm like, no, 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 too cheesy. Can't take it. Yeah. But other action movies don't do that to you. No. Interesting. I mean some do, but but not all action. It doesn't like there there's there is a lack of coolness. Like you know how we've talked about how like yes. things when they're uncool. That's what I can't get over about action movies generally. Okay. But it seems like it really hit you right there. Yeah. This there is a lack of coolness to yeah. the, these kind of, like base any of the like Terminator as a pet scenes with Eddie Furlong where they talk about <laughs> why people cry. Why your eyes um, do I agree. that. that when he's like cheesy. jump on one foot, all of right. that stuff, which landed so like right in the sweet spot at the right age where I was like, that was the yeah. movie to me. I loved it. And as an adult, all I want to see is Linda Hamilton screaming about the end of the apocalypse. Like right. that's now that I'm so and anything with a T one thousand, I'm fucking 
in mm-hmm. every bit of it. I liked how mean and nasty he was. The special effects were amazing. Like the way he, when he like duplicates other people and is like on the phone, he seems, he is the most sinister yeah. of all the Terminators. Mm-hmm. And that actor is great at yes. portraying his flat little. The Robert Patrick. Yes. Yeah. And there's yeah, a nice yes. connection. Is there? Yeah, his brother used to be the guitarist for Nine Inch Nails. What? Oh. All right, learning shit. Our, our music historian <laughs> I, has I remember, spoken. I remember reading an uh, interview in Rolling Stone, and he had like he was wearing a Nine Inch Nails shirt, and he had a, the gold record up oh. on his wall. And he was in Filsa too, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Hmm. So, so yeah. So the, there's one movie in this that I'm super, super invested in. And it keeps cutting to the movie that I'm not. And it's all of the John Connor stuff. <laughs> Every bit of it. Um, That's so interesting. I wonder if it's a little bit like, you know how when you think about people you had a crush on at a younger age, you're just like, oh, God. It's like it's actually that. repellent. Is it's that part of that. what's happening? It's a little that. Yeah. But like, um, and I, the evolution though, I mean, like you have to think when this came out, that action heroine did not really exist yet. Yeah. Like she created the mold. So even though we have seen this, this character revisited, like she is forever iconic. Um, and I know you don't like where this character went, but cause you think like James Cameron didn't like her, but this. Oh no, I think James Cameron liked her. Well, so did Linda Hamilton. In the way that. James Cameron can like women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a conversation we can definitely yeah. have. But <laughs> the thing is, is this is where Linda Ham- the first movie when she took the role, she was like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I can do it. I can play a young woman, whatever." And she was kind of like her. She said her, her all of her people were very excited about the movie, but she was just kind of like starting out, and she was like, "Yeah, I can do this." And then she saw Arnold was in it, and she was like, "Ugh, I don't know about this," <laughs> because she didn't know that he could pull it off. And she said she was about halfway through production when she finally was like, "Oh." This might actually be pretty good. But she played the role, moved on, never thought she would return to Sarah Connor. When the second movie came about, she looked at the script. She now was invested in the evolution of the character. And she definitely, like, made, like, she pushed for various things. Like, for instance, she insisted on, like, introducing a lot more femininity into her. And she felt invested in the character. So a lot more of Elena Hamilton's voice is present in the second mm-hmm. one like her the decision for her to be batshit crazy that's linda hamilton that was not necessarily written into the character but she was like if i want to do this i want to be J- like i want to be joan of arc i want to be screaming about like the you know what's coming and have no one believe me mm-hmm. and so like those character aspects like lose came. your kids over it yeah yeah uh-huh. so <clears throat> so and like he wanted to like cut her hair off and stuff after they escaped the mental institution. She's like, no, I'm putting it back in a ponytail. You can be feminine and strong. And yeah. so that, that physical, some of that physical stuff was her introduction into the character. Do you think he was trying to make a second Ripley? Yes. Like, do you think that was his? I think yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. I think probably. Um, but yeah. So um, I also think like we talked about how she is a final girl in the previous movie. And this is the evolution of the final girl if you don't worry the monster will come back but you know the monster will come back mm-hmm. and the living with the con- having been through that traumatic experience shapes you but knowing that it's it's just a taste of what's to come and to also have your life in 24 hours she lost her all of her friends all of her family and she now had a child that she never got to like enjoy motherhood with 
in any right. respect because from the moment she knows she's pregnant, she knows she has one job, one mission, and that is to sa- keep him protected from Terminators so that he can save the world after the world is nuked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about the gravity of that. What does that, that do to you? Yeah. Yeah, not thinking that you have any ability to stop it, but that it's going to happen. Like, the human race is going to be nearly obliterated, yeah. and it's your job to make sure that the leader of the resistance gets to survive. Yeah. It's crazy. And you get a little taste of what that meant for her, that, mm-hmm. like, her life was never her own again. Mm-hmm. She would shack up with anyone who could teach her a survivalist skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when she finally, like, starts trying, then she gets up, ends up locked up for it, separated from her kid, who she has to protect, not because of maternal instinct, but because she literally knows the future and that the future is coming for him. Like, that is a very intense experience. Yeah. And I think when we get into the third one, like, I think it kind of explains where she ends up. But we'll see. I know you're not a huge fan, but we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, so I think there is a part of her that is aspirational with the arms and, like, just being a fucking badass. But they also seed in enough pathos that as an adult, when I watch this, I could see, like, I could like she was a much more fleshed out character and it right. maybe it actually I, I made also, me love Sarah Connor even more than I did when she was just sort of like an icon like icon of action. Mhm. Even though I don't love this movie. Ooh, I know I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's blasphemy. No, it's fine. Like listen, I I had those moments of like squirming because things were you know, now so I know why you cry. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little too much. Like they could have written those lines so much better. It's a little so too much. There's two two kindergarten cop kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. it's also yeah. Arnold is not up to the job. No, no, like no. he doesn't have that ability. But, like, like like many jobs, Arnold's had. Yeah. But I think that. I just have so much fun watching this movie every yeah. time I see it and so many good memories of watching it as a kid that mm-hmm. it, it overshadows those totally. moments where I'm like, totally. I definitely have those movies for sure. I don't know why yeah. this doesn't have that for me. Usually mm-hmm. like that aspect of it, like is enough to carry me through. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. For some reason <laughs> I was just like, Ooh. like I felt, you know, like I felt a little embarrassed when uh-huh. I was watching it. Like yeah. this is so bad. <laughs> someone's gonna see me but i feel this. like i mean that's it's <laughs> interesting to hear you say that because i just felt like oh it's just so not for me but like mm. i feel like it's a really good example of what it is yeah right yeah. like and from it from its I time mean, in the same way two that like, things can be true <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> sure yeah right like and i don't love hamburgers but i was like oh i can recognize that like for people who do this is great yes you know yeah totally totally and i think yeah, yeah like anyone who loves this movie like i totally get it a hundred percent like I because I know how attached to this movie I was as a kid it makes me a little sad that I don't love it the way that I used to because Aww. I I mean I if you were to ask me you know six months ago which Terminator movie was the best one I would have been like T-1000 hello funny but but no Terminator is the best Terminator for me yeah I can I can definitely see where you're coming from um just really quick though the one other thing that I really like about this movie um when you're talking about Sarah Connor's evolution is the fact that she was kept away from her son for so long that her whole thing is about having to save him and learn all of these skills. And you see that, that when she gets out of the mental hospital, that um, when they're like in the car 
and talking and her interaction with her son it's so they're so kind of emotionally separated from yeah. each other mm-hmm. and the way she responds to him is so not like a parental figure that was yeah um, never there isn't that... for, not even for me yeah. yeah yeah exactly and then she doesn't you know comfort him when he cries or even really recognize that he's upset about it because there's yeah. been this one goal and they haven't been together for so long mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool too that they added those yeah. touches like he thinks that she's going in to give him a hug yeah but, he, but she's just checking that he hasn't been shot yep yep and he's like oh, oh. yeah there's not a lot of nurturing she's no. raising him mm-hmm. she's educating him but she's right because she's more attached him. to humanity than to him right like he's kind of a vehicle yeah yeah i mean yeah and, and it's like you're too important rather than i love yes. you yes right mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I she's just had a different mindset from the happen. beginning. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. which I appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think that's why it's so great is that I think it does make sense that she would be that way. Yeah, awesome. man, some of those scenes in that mental health facility are pretty are hard he, to watch. What is yeah. with the face yeah. licking in these movies? Right? Oh, so There's like gross. so fucking so disgusting. much licking. Keep your tongues to yourself, people. Man, when she finally like hit that guard, I just wanted her to keep going until his brains were like splattered all over. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't fucking stop, just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And being in four point restraints like that, anytime I see that, it just makes my skin crawl. Like, ugh, that hits a fear for me. That... Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I feel like Linda Hamilton doesn't get enough credit for being like a really good actress either. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, she's mm-hmm. kind of plays the stoic character, but you see it in that scene where she's talking about the end of the world. Like, being that sort of hysterical could mm-hmm. feel like a little overly histrionic, but, like, there are some layers to that performance that make her, like, you're all dead! Like, through her teeth, you're just like, ooh. So when it came back in the third one, I was like, oh, yeah. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> There's definitely nuance to her performance. She is really great. Yep. Definitely. All right. Anything else about T two before we move on to Terminator Dark Fate? I'm um, just one small comment on the um, the kind of special effects again. Yeah. And they um, obviously the CGI is really great, but they also make really good use of twins in a couple mm-hmm. of different scenes. Like there's the one with the um, security guard at the yes. hospital. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a good scene. Wait, that's yeah. they're twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's, that's awesome. how they were able to do it so effectively. It looks so good. I didn't yeah. realize it looks that. So that's good. so cool. Yeah. And the bit where they're, and, and this is um, uh, a, a scene that's longer in the in the director's cut, where they um, they do the chip in his head, uh-huh. um, because they the, the whole thing is that he can't learn anything, but they have to flip this right. chip to, uh, to to enable him to learn. Um, and they did that with um, Linda Hamilton's twin in the mirror, mm-hmm. and then like a dummy Arnie head. That, so yeah, it's such Linda a Linda Hamilton cool has effect. a twin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Shit, I didn't know that. I'm learning <laughs> shit today. Did you know this? No. Oh my god. Yeah, yes. Isn't she so that's yeah. her train so, in that? Stunt oh. woman? She yeah. doesn't just So No, so so the reflection is um so it's it's a window. So um Arnold Schwarzenegger is sat there really and then um her twin is there and then Linda Linda is in the foreground and it's the so the back of the Terminator's head is a is a dummy where they can like open up his head yeah. and get the thing out. And if you look really closely, you can see that reflection is not as muscular as. Uh, oh, interesting! As go I did not. I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah. No wonder that scene looks so good. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, so good. Linda Hamilton, what I a know. queen! So let's talk about the latest release. I don't know how well it's doing at the box office, unfortunately, because I think it was meant to kick off another trilogy. I don't think it's but... doing oh, sure. that well. Yeah, but. That's okay. We're going to review it anyway. Ariel, you have the synopsis for Terminator Dark Fate. Okay. Um, So uh, this one's directed by Tim Miller, starring Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mackenzie Davis, and Natalia Reyes. 
Um, so the synopsis is uh, set 25 years after John and Sarah Connor successfully st stopped Skynet at the end of Terminator 2, a new advanced liquid Terminator has been sent through time to Mexico City to kill Danny Ramos, a young uh, factory worker. Grace, a technologically augmented human, is also sent from the future by the Resistance Army to defend Danny. When they're about to be overtaken by the new Rev-9 Terminator, Sarah Connor steps in to save them. The three women then team up with the help of a T-800 Terminator, trying to make amends for killing John Connors uh, year, years earlier. All right. So, Ariel, what did you think of Dark Fate? Um, gosh. I'm not sure exactly. Like, I had fun watching the movie. Um, I would... I would tell other people to go see it because I think it is a, a fun movie, but um, it didn't grip me the same way that the first two did. And I feel like I wasn't quite as invested. There are things about it that I loved. I loved Linda Hamilton. I thought that um, the that Grace, uh, Mackenzie Davis's character was really cool. Um, I thought all the women were pretty great, but I also think that everything was a bit more surfacey. Um, and a lot of the action was was cool, but it didn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel as grounded or something mm. to me when I watched it. I also think some of the CGI was kind of lame, too. Mm. Like in the factory scene when they're throwing him around, he yeah. looked rubber, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, that did not yeah. look good. Don't do that if you can't make it look good. Um, I also have a personal, like... I like, uh, personally, I, I like older action movies, action set pieces. I tend to like them more than newer ones just because I don't like the sort of frenetic pacing mm -hmm. and the, the constant movement of the camera where you can't always see what's happening. And I think this movie had some of that. Mm -hmm. um, but I still, like, I don't know if it's just because I love Linda Hamilton's character so much or what, but I still had fun watching this movie. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it. That's fair. How about you, Sarah? What did you think of Terminator Dark Fate? Uh, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, it was that there was definitely some things that were like, oh wow, that you know, I, I kind of saw the plot twist coming. You know, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I mean, I think okay, as the audience, yeah. we were supposed to know what was going yeah. on, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I liked the the augmented human. Mm hmm. Um, mm hmm. Although there there were definitely some inconsistencies because she'd do some action stuff and then like be fine and then do some other action stuff and like her metabolism would crash and you're like really now <laughs> you know yeah, yeah yeah it was it was good to see Arnold back um, I like his whole thing as Carl. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> what does he like Carl? make curtains or yeah, something? The, the yeah. Oh my, that was the best <laughs> line of the movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. When he's talking about the drapes are waiting for the, for yes, the military guys. Yes, that like, made me laugh. No, I said no. <laughs> His dry delivery was perfect. Right? Yeah, I was, I was actually impressed. Yeah, with that. that made me laugh. When he's like, he's like. I was there. I was there when she needed someone. I I did. I uh, took care of diapers without any complaining, efficient, efficiently without any complaints, and I'm funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> yeah, that drapes line. That's the Tim Miller of it, right yeah, there. Yeah. So he had. I mean, it was great to see him, and it was great to see him back in action. Um, I enjoyed the the stuff with the with the Terminator, especially how it can like 
tear apart and become two separate pieces. Yeah, yeah that was mm-hmm. cool because it's kind of like a combo of T1 yeah. and T2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I mean, better I, than T3 I, I where they're like, the ride. we'll just make her a woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad you had a good time. How about you, Jodes? What did you think? So I was cautiously optimistic about this one. Um, I didn't enjoy Terminator 3 and I didn't see part 4 and 5. Good choices. Uh, but I gather they're not. Good choices all <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I gather they're not very well received. And a lot of people I talked to, like my friends, were like, what, you're going to go see the new Terminator movie? Why? Like, it's going to be dreadful. And I'm like, oh, but I thought. That's why I, I think it's probably bombing. The other yeah. ones are so goddamn Yeah, bad. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I, I kind of wish I hadn't. Well, I mean, I was excited by the trailer, that big teaser trailer that was essentially that kind of bridge scene. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of wish I hadn't seen it as well because it gives away a lot of uh, the mystery of who, who's good, who's mm. bad, and the fact that uh, that Arnie comes back as well. Mm. Um, because as soon as you start hearing, oh, I'm getting these weird messages yeah. from these weird coordinates, I'm like, oh, well, that's Arnie. Like, right. Obviously. Right. Um, but uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, what I'm seeing a lot in, in the reviews is, oh, well, it's the best one since part two, but that's not really saying much. And I think that's kind of unfair because I think... Um, part of it is pretty faithful. It is the same story again. Um, But I feel like it's kind of missing a couple of elements that I really like from the first two. And I wanted that kind of, we're in the car going somewhere and I'm explaining the plot to you. Like, what do you mean it's a robot from the future? Oh, well, how can it travel through time? And Uh, But maybe they don't think that we need that. But that's part of what I really love about the other two Mm. movies is that kind of exposition. I completely agree with you, especially considering we're supposed to believe that she's from a completely different timeline, yeah. right? That yeah. things happen differently and that it's not Skynet anymore. It's Legion. Mm-hmm. Like I would have yeah. liked more explanation of how that happened. What did humanity do that led up to this? I just, yeah. I thought that would have made it um, scarier too, mm-hmm. when you hear yeah. about all that stuff. I agree. However, if we had, then it would have given away the twist too early. I guess that's true. Cause then you would have known why Grace was coming back. And, and protecting yeah. Danny the whole I mean, time, so that would have kind of given that away. On top of the train, where they sort of explained it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just wanted. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. Because I just think the like humanity creating technology that one day will kill us all. Um, I don't know. That's scary. Well, and we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing it. I mean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe that's why they didn't need the exposition because yeah. we're living maybe, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I agree with what you said, Erin, about the action set pieces. Like, I thought the beginning fight was really cool and the end fight was really cool, mm-hmm. but in the middle, like, nothing, yeah. like, I don't really remember anything. Yeah. Yep, totally. Like, any of, I can, yeah, I couldn't describe any of the set pieces. And the kind of, um, like, look, this is a woman's movie and it's all women heroes, which was really really cool but then every time they needed something it was i know a guy i know a guy with an Mm -hmm. emp and it just felt like they were just like there didn't seem to be any um kind of peril or any kind of goal because it was always just like oh i'll just call my mate who's a who's a general and he can get me an emp and it never felt like they were yeah i didn't feel the fear in any of them Mm. i think yeah nothing felt that difficult Mm -hmm. yeah that's Mm -hmm. fair that's a fair criticism Mm. yeah definitely about you, Matilda. What did you think of that? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> hold on to your seat. So I agree. I agree. The first fight and the final fight were kind of the best parts of this. Um, I had a harder time with Sarah Connor's character in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think these writers like her very much. I kind of agree with you. Um, I kept having the um, the parallel just ha- with us having seen the most recent Halloween movie. 
yeah mm. to Laurie Strode and I kept having the like you are no Laurie like this is Laurie Strode written in an unflattering way mm-hmm. is what it felt like to me like the way that um there's a lot of similarities right like she's the person that's known the truth that's been preparing for this for a long time um but Jamie Lee Curtis is allowed to be competent and I feel like this movie does not really let her be competent yeah like when Arnold Arnie's like I feel like it's a celebration of Arnold Schwarzenegger and not of Linda Hamilton, this movie, character-wise. I yeah, even, like, the gun shooting scene, I felt like that was lame. Like, yes. when she's trying to teach her and, try, like, he's trying to show her how to shoot the gun well, and then Linda Hamilton's like, no, we're just going to use, like, a fucking bazooka or whatever it is to mm. blow stuff away. I don't know. I just felt like she had more ingenuity and talent than that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like in the other movies, it's all about preparing for the future because um, she's going to nurture John to be the leader mm-hmm. of the resistance. But then in this movie, um, because John is, is no longer alive, um, it's kind of like she's given up on the future, so she just hunts down Terminators right. um, just out of anger and revenge. Well, she and, says uh, She, she yeah. says, I hunt Yeah, and like, she's living in the past. And she's... Yeah. 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 But I, and it's, yeah. it's just kind of, and it's, um, I, I, it, it was hard to watch because I, I, I felt sad that, that she's um, just living in the past and not excited about the future anymore. Um, but then I guess she learns to be, and then she starts to coach Danny, and, it be, and then she gets back to her old self. Yeah. Like, oh. mm-hmm. But she, I feel like she is portrayed as um, ruled by her emotions in a negative way, and that it makes her less competent. Whereas I feel like in Halloween, the history that Laurie Strode mm. holds makes her more competent. Like the way that Arnold Schwarzenegger's eventually like. If you want to keep your phone on a potato chip bag, keep it in a potato chip bag. Right. Yeah. Oh, I felt she was portrayed that way a little bit in Terminator too, though. When she goes after Dyson, um, yeah. and, and she holds back from um, assassinating him, but she was a bit kind of like, oh, men, you just know how to destroy. You don't know what it's like to create yeah. something. I felt like she was a little bit kind of um, emotionally driven in that way as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there was one other piece of it. Oh, it was when she says, you're just, to Danny, you're just the womb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then she's portrayed as like kind of reactionary and it's like, oh no, you you are the real sexist, ma'am, because you can't say that she's the leader of the resistance. Anyway, I just felt like this movie didn't like her very much and it made me sad. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I will say that Linda Hamilton insisted on a lot of the character stuff. Interesting. Mm-hmm. She would change dialogue. She only came back to the movie because she was going to have control over the Linda, the Sarah oh, Connor character. So this but is what felt, she wanted to do yeah. with it. Okay. Like she felt I mean, the responsibility to Sarah Connor in a way that she has never felt the responsibility to another character. And the uh-huh. re- she was mm-hmm. asked to come back for T3 and they killed her off with cancer because she refused to come back because she didn't think mm-hmm. that Sarah Connor had anything new to say mm-hmm. in that script. So this is the one she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that, uh, the one I would say I do actually think the writers loved Sarah Connor. I mean, do I think she's like super bitter and in some ways really unlikable? Yeah. But I also feel like she kind of earned the right to be that way, in right. my yeah. opinion. Like, because like I said to you when we were talking about the the versus Laurie Strode thing, the one major difference between her and Laurie Strode is that Laurie Strode was successful in saving her, her, kill, her right. kids. Mm-hmm. Whereas we start with, Linda Hamilton seeing her kid die after everything they did, they saved the world. And yet her kids still died. Yep. And like with him, all hope died. She's like a woman without a country, without a home, without a family. Her entire life has been about protecting John. 
and that mission failed mm-hmm. and like the only purpose she has now is killing other terminators like that is a really like she's actually a deeply tragic character yeah and so to become bitter and to lose all hope i think is super understandable but also the thing about the womb like that's been her reality absolutely yeah. and yeah. so like i feel like what that sets her up for is oh i think that scene is a lot of bit a lot about the central thesis of this movie which is the future is female and like mm-hmm. it kind of addresses you don't Interesting. think that's true? no well i mean literally the future is female mm-hmm. like our hero in the future is a woman her protector is a woman her the person who is going to train her to be ready for the future is a woman spoiler alert Oh yes. Well, I mean, whatever. Sorry, yeah. people. This is the Tommy <laughs> Girls who came to the show, and you should know by now. Yeah, you know what you get. I guess this yeah. movie. That's right. I guess to me, this movie says the future is female, but our hearts with Arnie. Okay, hmm. I did not. I, I did not feel that way at all. That's interesting. I mean, Arnold, I mean but I mean, you feel how you feel. Your feelings are not wrong. I I think I'm so invested in Sarah Connor that like Arnie was secondary to me. Like, he was there as the comic relief, as kind of, like, a half a person who was the muscle, where she, like, the relationship between the three women was the heart of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he was sending her those messages of the locations of the other Terminators that were coming back to enable her to kind of um, uh, act out this anger against uh, against him. Yeah, Yeah, rather than to save the world. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Also... Did you notice whenever um, so there's a couple of times where Mackenzie Davis's character has to uh, find clothes um, and not in like and she's not uh, I don't feel like she was sexualized uh, no. but like every time it happens she gets the guy's clothes mm-hmm. did you notice that yeah 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 so What's that yeah about? yeah I I I just I just thought it was interesting that she like you know because there's the couple at the start and then the guys like in his underwear like oh no and then the uniform uh, when she's in the um, uh, in that sort of hospital facility okay. yeah so, she so, is so really can tall. we talk about the tailoring really... throughout the series because it's like every time somebody's naked i know everybody hug her butt perfectly you know <laughs> right Ar- Arnie, Arnie takes a jacket like the of a guy half the size and it fits him perfectly <laughs> I mean, yeah it's absurd <laughs> really that is it's the, like the sisterhood the, of the, the traveling table part of this Oh, yeah, <laughs> Sarah, I love you. Yeah, I actually, I also texted Rachel and was like, "Why do all Terminators come back from the future with a commercial trucking license?" <laughs> <laughs> yep, they sure oh, do. Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, my feeling about the movie it was there are things about it. I I think it was, it was okay. It did not yeah. live up to my hopes and dreams, but to me. Ironically, the best part of it was the character study of Sarah Connor. Oh, interesting. I really was like, I wanted to see who this person was in the future. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they, I was shocked at the opening scene where they kill off John Connor. Me right? too. You know mm-hmm. what? I hadn't mm-hmm. seen the second one in so long. I was like, wait. Yes. Am I misremembering the ending of number two? It was <laughs> shocked. Like, I, like, jaw on my chest, looked at yeah. my partner, was yeah. like, what the <laughs> fuck just fuck. happened? Because you're so invested yeah. in Sarah and John, too, after the second movie. like, And I life. think it's a bold move to be like, the <laughs> entire is. franchise is built around the importance of this particular character. Right. And we are just, the future is different. They changed the future, and he does not matter anymore. But, right. And mm. now... Sarah Connor is the important Connor. Mm-hmm. It was, she's actually, she only ever existed as a vehicle for John. And now she is actually the, she's the Connor that counts. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Not just to the audience, mm-hmm. but to the plot. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, the, like, some of the action stuff I didn't think worked that well. Mm-hmm. I think that some of the Arnold stuff was entertaining, but I think other parts of it were. He could have not been in the movie for me. Yeah. Like, he was, yeah. he was very, like, he felt like a cameo. Like, he didn't matter. I, I think they could have just had him as a cameo where, like, he gave them some guns and told Sarah Keep about how moving. he'd been sending the messages yep. and made Agree. a couple jokes. And then it could have moved on from could, there. Could, I mean, I wanted him there for the, the drapery joke. Could you but... imagine the, the timeline? of of it being reese that's sending her the messages like oh oh, oh i like that one way better that could have been really yeah cool. bring back old yeah. michael bean oh then she could have reunited with him and it would have been yeah. but no no no, no. You, don't bring, you don't bring back old michael bean you bring back you bring back a young well, he michael young. bean because he would have only been in his in probably you know his teens or something oh, at that right. time that would be weird. And have that, think, that mm, timeline yeah. shift. Mm, that could have been interesting. But I really want a happy ending for Sarah Connor. <laughs> if anybody deserves one, fuck, it's her. But um, I think I feel a little bit in between about mm-hmm. it. Like, there are the things about Sarah Connor where I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Like, her anger, her stuff about the womb, feeling that she was just there to support her son and that's it. Um, she, it I think, yeah, and being, you know, bitter and and exhausted by all of it i think all of that stuff about her character makes a lot of sense i think the one downside to that is it makes a slightly less fun movie but that's kind of a weird criticism to have Mm -hmm. i guess because um the character development you know is there and i think that grace um was cool too and and so was the danny character i just I'm not even sure what was missing there. I just, I think that the three of them together, like learning from each other, fighting together was really cool. I almost just wanted more depth to that part of it. Honestly, Danny um, was boring. Yes, exactly. And she, when they show the scenes of her in the past, rallying the troops, it's not believable. No, it's not. They needed no. to hire an actress. They needed who... an older woman to play her. With some Agreed. Robin and who I really feel like giving her braids in. was not enough. I feel no. like the CW is who filmed mm-hmm. those scenes or yeah, something. I feel like it was that, not great. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. That's actually a very good. <laughs> I like this movie, but I acknowledge it has some major flaws. And Danny is. Yeah. I like the actress, and I, I like too. her mm-hmm. as young Danny. She's fine. I mean, she's fine. She's not amazing, but she's fine. She's like she feels vulnerable, which is what you need from that character. She mm-hmm. yeah. she is fine as Sarah Connor circa terminator fine but i don't think that transformation that this hinges on is there yeah they should have had it far enough in the future that they could have hired an older actress who could have they should have brought the person who played vasquez back right yes can i get this make this movie okay tim miller call me i got ideas i have i have opinions i can help you so this is meant to be the first installment in a new trilogy, so maybe they were going to do that stuff later, but it doesn't sound like that's going to happen now based so. on the box yeah, office. that's too bad. At least yeah. we got, we got that... our Logan of Sarah Connor, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's hmm. actually, yeah. It's one of those things. We have trouble seeing bitter, nasty women. Like, we don't like them as much, but, like, she has every right to be Logan. Oh, no. Oh, and to, to yes, be clear, that's does. not actually what okay. I had a problem with at all. Uh-huh. I think that the way it is filmed encourages us not to like her. Interesting. Hmm. And not to connect mm. with her, to kind of be like, stop it, Sarah. I think part of it also is you aren't in love with Sarah Connor. 
So like, there's no, no there's like no, like we, I think if you love Sarah Connor, there's room for her to be less likable and still be likable because she gets like credit for, you know what I mean? It's true. And there are two things happening, right? Like I'm less invested in her as a character. I yeah. also feel like I am very, I myself am bitter about the investment in Arnold Schwarzenegger because I feel yeah. like this is the franchise that allowed him to become the ruler of our state. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, fair. quite honestly, That's he totally would not, fair. like, this has real-world consequences, people. Right. <laughs> like, and so, so my true. bitterness about people feeling fond of him in these movies yeah. is about, mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah. want this asshole running things anymore. Yeah. Well, he's right. not going to now. He's been exposed. Yeah. That's it not is weird make though watching these yeah. movies and thinking about the fact that he ran our state for so long. Yeah. Like that's that's one of those things that like you separate from your own brain. When yeah. he yeah, yeah so when he bizarre. won that election, I was Oh out. my god, I was shocked. I was not I, I was, was in not Costa shocked, Rica. But I was disgusted. I was in yeah. Costa Rica and we hadn't seen the oh. election results yet. And we got in a cab and they said, where are you from? And we said, California. And they said, oh, La Terminator. <laughs> oh, no. No wonder you hate like, these movies. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, also yeah. just, you know, these are yeah. kind of not my, up my alley. But, yeah, yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that is probably totally coloring mine. It would. I yeah. understand. That makes sense to me. Well, and even in this movie, like, he's in the doorway and there's, like, a gentle American flag blowing behind him. Like, the, the level of kind of, like, nationalism and gun worship in these movies is oh, yeah. rough on me. I mean, so. yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's not I mean, a great I, I movie, think... but <laughs> it's it's better. It is. It, the thing is, is I know we started off saying how, like, the reviews are, like, it's better than the second or best movie since the second movie, which isn't saying much. But it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I feel and sad. I that is saying something. That's yeah, not, not saying much. I mean, those movies, like I didn't see the last one, but I saw the previous two, and like they're not very good at all. This is much better, yeah. Yeah. and that is a good thing. Like we should celebrate that. And I will say it, it underscores it, it, the fact that Sarah Connor is an intrinsic part of these movies. If they want to yes. be good, they have to have they have to have Sarah yeah. Connor, and it has to mm. be Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Oh God, if you switch that out, that would be well. You know, in one of them that that has it not been. Yeah, Khaleesi, Daenerys, Amelia Clark. Yeah. She played Sarah Connor oh, in one of them, yeah. which you would hate because it's all about that. old Arnie. <laughs> yeah. Which one is that? That's Genesis, Genesis, isn't it? That's five. Yeah. It is a piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. There's a new and Kyle Reese. was some... terrible. Yeah, Ugh, it's gross. Um, speaking to your point about them, you wishing that they made more of a point to talk about immigration mm-hmm. and, and somehow weave that into the plot more. I think that that honestly is a fault of the entire series, not that they should have focused on immigration, but just that there's so much that could have been more put into it about like the the horrors of capitalism and how that drives technology forward. James Cameron has no interest in that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm just saying they are kind of anti-corporate. His movies are anti-corporate. I shouldn't say that. They actually are pretty anti-corporate. Like. Aliens yeah, I just, and this and Avatar are all pretty anti-corporate. That's military. true. Which is funny because he is like the yeah yeah he sucks. Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> he's made some movies that I adore, but he the person sucks. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. We don't. We've talked over Jody like three times. What were you gonna say, Jodes? Oh, I was just gonna say um, that uh, the the Game of Thrones connection that Lena Headey was Sarah Connor in the in the show, which I also didn't see. I don't know if any of you guys saw. I loved it. Oh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Was it good? I loved yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Did you? Oh, okay. I'll I haven't checked it. it out. 
Oh my god, Sarah, you would love it. It's so good. All right. It's but it's a separate thing. It's like how you watch Aliens three. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you're like I this as a part of the canon, I reject. But as a standalone (laughs) sci fi movie, I'm in. Oh, interesting. That's Mm -hmm. how I feel about the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Because well, that's what I was going to ask you guys about about canon and about you know what counts and what doesn't count because this because it's a time travel franchise. Maybe it doesn't matter yeah. because they keep talking about different futures and alternative futures and True. different terminators that come and go, and this could be like like they they don't have to even retcon anything because they go oh well that that reality just didn't happen or that future didn't happen this is a different future so they never have to worry about like writing themselves into a corner like do you feel like that's lazy or do you think uh, because if you if you think about time travel and you think about logic none of it holds up. So maybe they just get away with yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, that's what James Cameron has basically said, is that those other movies exist on a different timeline. Which yeah, is kind yeah. of like the Star Trek thing, too, now. Like, how, like, the Trek movies are a different timeline mm-hmm. than the Trek series. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to send you guys a link to this article. It's pretty, uh, not for on the show, but it's, um, We Went There, A Feminist Interpretation of Terminator Dark Fate. Hasta la vista, man babies from the very zoo. <laughs> and it's pretty fun. It's actually a pretty fun. I'm going to put it in our group chat and I will put it in the show notes for the listeners at home. Look at Jody looking all badass like a T3. I know. <laughs> oh, thanks. Now you, I got to get a video of you doing the Terminator run. <laughs> Which, by the way, in my head, I always thought of it as Arnold. And then when I watched, we watched the movies, I was like, oh, no, it's the T-1000. It's the T-1000, yeah. yeah. And then all the Terminators after that do that. But I had just gr- just grandfathered Arnie into the t- Terminator run. But, of course, his big fucking ass couldn't do the Terminator run. Yeah. <laughs> I did think, um, who played the Terminator in the newest Gabriel uh, Gabriel Luna. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like the design of the endoskeleton. Like the half head yeah. for some reason yeah. was super creepy, mm-hmm. and I was—I guess that's where it, like makes sense. You'd need like more space for more of the, you know, and I nano whatever reconstituting himself over it looked great. Mm-hmm. I thought that mm-hmm. part looked really good in this. Yeah, one. yeah that was really cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts about Dark Fate? Do we? Uh, I better question. How do we feel about Sarah Connor? Her evolution. How do we feel about her in general? Does she belong? Does she does is she as deserving of her iconic status as uh, revisiting as we assume her to be? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. I feel like I should abstain because I'm not invested in female action here. No, I mean, honestly, I feel like opinion. It's okay. I feel like I'm at. So I was a. I was sad about how it went in this one. Yeah. for her. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's you feel how you feel. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm, I must be a little invested because I felt sad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Also, I just, I love seeing these like 60 year old broads coming back. Yes. I do like that. Mm-hmm. And I like that she has like a, yeah. like a real 60 year old face mm-hmm. that made me happy. Yeah. They didn't yeah. like mm-hmm. smooth her yep. out, you know, like yep. they do in some movies yep. or make it all glowy. So you're not seeing everything. I thought, yeah, yeah that was awesome. She talked Great about hair. her transformation and like. She's like, you can't put on muscle at my age without growth hormone. So she was really <laughs> on steroids. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. But she was also like, I want people to come to the theater and be like, what the fuck happened to Min- Linda Hamilton? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love that. She is a badass. And like yeah. that, she looks like she's earned her yes. face. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I think that's why, because of that, I, mm. I was expecting a different edit for her right yeah that makes sense 
yeah. So how about you, Sarah? Do you feel how do you feel about Sarah Connor at the end of all of this? I loved it. I mean, I think it's I think it's awesome that she's going on to train the next generation and they're trying to, you know, banding together to make sure that it doesn't happen that the future, you know, and and I mean, let's face it, we've it, it's been leading up to the different timeline because of what the message from John and the Terminator that the future's still unwritten. Mm-hmm. So we knew that there was going to be a, yeah, a switch in the timeline at some point. But yeah, I mean, as far as her story arc goes, I loved it. I thought it was great. Awesome. How about you, Jokes? Um, yeah, overall, like, I, I'm relieved that it didn't suck as bad as the other movies did. Um, and, um, I, it, it, I, I do find it sad watching where Sarah ends up. And I, like, I, I admit I had a small cry on that scene where she's sat on the bench, like in the woods, mm-hmm. like when she, when she's confronted with, uh, with Arnie again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think it's great that she looks the way she does and she looks her age and she looks weathered and she looks like she's killed a bunch of yeah. mm-hmm. in alternate yeah. timelines. Yeah. yeah, definitely. How about you, Ariel? I love it. Um, I love her transformation. I love her in the first movie. I love her in the second movie. And I still loved her here, even though I didn't love this movie. Yeah. Um, I think one of the sort of the drawbacks, but also the thing I love about these movies is that it's kind of the same story every time. Um, And this movie has that fault, too, where it's just kind of like very much a a retread of the basic storyline. But it's also I love that about it. So I don't know. I, I had fun with this one. And I think that if you love the first two movies, I think this one is worth definitely worth seeing for Linda Hamilton alone. Um, and I think the woman that played Grace was pretty great, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mackenzie Davis. Oh, yeah. She's yes. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I really like her. She was in the mm-hmm. Blade Runner sequel. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah I thought great. she was totally believable as this, you know, uh, powerful, like army person who who wanted to really help that has also kind of an emotional storyline too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah and also she is so gorgeous oh i know it's stupid <laughs> she's, she's like stupid. she's like action. i want to be that tall now like i yeah. don't need more see height. for me though it the was beamers on her the, the yeah. first i still can't <laughs> that sounds so fucking i still can't creepy. get yeah, it out of my head because of the first time that that i saw a movie still still was her walking with the like on the highway in the tank top uh-huh. And it was like one of right. the first promotional pictures released, and I had just revisited mm-hmm. uh, Idle Hands, so I was just like, she Ooh. looks like Devin Sawa. Oh, oh you're right. She kind of yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. I, I went right to like, I think she looks like the action hero version of um, Mary Stuart Masterson in some kind of Wonder Woman. Yes, because yes. the hair oh, Yes, that. that's a good call. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The power of that I, I, I photo, keep... though, like say what you will about the final execution of the movie the power of the like three generations of women one of them mm-hmm, a person of mm-hmm. color like that is the future that i want that is the that is what i want to see in my action movies you know like that is yeah that is speaking right to the core of rachel yeah i mean mm-hmm. I, I think this movie is a lot of fun people should go and see it i think that it would have been um it would have been even better had they eliminated or made better some of the action scenes in the middle if Arnold had had a less big role and if the woman playing Danny yeah. in the future had been somebody different. I think if you would change those three things, this would be a fantastic movie. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Reshoot the stuff in the future. Cut 
the entire airplane scene. So like Arnie just yep. shows up at the very, very yeah. end. Fine. He could have followed them. Whatever. We need him in the final scene to fight the Terminator. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. But I think if you make those two edits, you got a pretty solid movie. <laughs> like, not totally. perfect. Yes. Not by no means perfect, <laughs> but like no. pretty good. Like that baggy airplane fight could to the left. Like mm-hmm. it can go. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that good. No. And it's real long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It that goes one on can so go. long. So long. Now, now I need to show you some um, Mission Impossible so you can see a good action scene. Oh my God. <laughs> I love <laughs> Thank you. Like, if you compare that scene to the like helicopter scene in yeah. the latest, or Mission even Impossible. like the motorcycle scene, that's so long and it's so oh, riveting. It's so good. When they're like r- going through the streets, oh, yes. it's so good. It's this so is like good. me just wanting to feed you some really good soup. If I ate I mean? your soup, would you watch <laughs> Mission Impossible? <laughs> For people who don't know, Rachel does not like soup really. So no, I'm I like, but not. this one is so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It couldn't have a bean in it, but it could have anything else in it, and I would right. eat it. Right, and that's why I worry about, like, please take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt, yeah, but I'm, it is my yeah. Like I told you before, like, dissenting opinions make for good conversations. Like, you yeah. don't have to agree, and, like, you can feel safe disagreeing. Like, nobody's upset with you because, like... No, you didn't, like, ruin the movie no, no, or something. It's no, been a fun time. no. So, Jody, I feel like we never let you get a word in edgewise. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Sarah Connor before we move forward? Um, not about Sarah Connor. I think we've covered that. But um, I know I keep banging on about it. But have you guys seen the Mackenzie Davis episode of Black Mirror no. yet? No. Mm-hmm. But then I've only seen one episode all, of Black Mirror. Can you all put it in your eyeballs? Because it's the best I am one making a pledge really to you right now. The next time we mm-hmm. record, I will have watched Junipero. Yes. Or San Junipero. Okay. That is a promise that I <laughs> mm-hmm. make to you. It is happening this week. <laughs> okay. You have... You've watched yeah. a lot of shit that I've suggested. I owe you a Sandra Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you like it after all this hype. Oh, I think I will. It's totally my jam. It's Black Mirror, Lesbians, and Mackenzie Davis. Also, Gugu <laughs> Mabuthera? However you say her name. Uh, I love ooh, her, yeah. too. Uh, mm-hmm. Gugu Mabuthera, I okay. think, yeah. I was close. I was in the yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I was in the yeah. sex And neighborhood. it's 80s music. And there's probably some Terminator Easter eggs in there as well. Ooh intriguing mm-hmm. all right cool uh right so shall we move on to zgbg yeah sure yeah yeah okay so the zombie girls beginner's guide um we figured since we were doing um terminator movies that we would talk about movies that have cool practical effects i think that's what we yeah. right? <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <Okay, okay, okay. laughs> I, I was worried i was like uh did i look at the wrong message okay cool um do you want to do it in uh alphabetical order you, you're the boss well i'll let ariel choose because she's first if we do that one. i mean i've got a lot on here if somebody else doesn't have very many i can go later but either way sarah you never go first why don't we pick yeah, yeah. Sarah, yeah sarah, sarah, sarah there was sarah. <laughs> my picks are probably a little bit different and i do have kind of a cheat in mind cool so because Ooh, I, I, I figured yes. okay. there was going to be a, two 80s movies that were going to yep. be on everyone's list so mm-hmm. oh, i can't think which movies right, you mean so but yeah go on <laughs> I bet nobody's picked them for yeah. this very yeah. reason. So, uh, <laughs> one is Dead Alive, the Peter Jackson. Yes. Yes. That was one of mine. Yeah. Taking ours for the Lord. That was yes. one of mine, yeah. <laughs> uh, the 1933 version of King Kong. Mm. Oh, yeah, Ooh. that's a good one. Yeah. And my, my cheat is that. Troma Studios. Pretty much everything that they put out is practical effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of that yeah. stuff is 
pretty fucking good. Talking hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> they make good use of copious use of a vomit hose. They do. They, they really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they really push the technology forward. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely, definitely. <laughs> oh, those are good uh, Pixar, especially um, King Kong. Um, apparently, um, like they had to move yeah. it all by hand. Yeah, because um, it's stop motion. So they kept touching the fur by accident, so the fur would look different in each kind of shot. Oh. And the, and they were asked like, oh wow, how did you get like the wind effects on the fur? It looks really great. And they're like, that was intentional. Oh, those are really great. Cool. Um, Rachel, why don't you go next? If we go reverse. Yeah. Ooh, exciting. Okay, I also have a lot of choices. So, um, I mean, there's the obvious ones. Do we need? Should I just do the obvious yeah, sure. ones? Yeah. Or put them out deeper there. cuts. Like, sure. you need to see the thing. Yes. Duh! Uh-huh. You yeah. gotta fucking see it. If you haven't seen it, a shame, a shame on you. <laughs> Aliens, the puppetry work, and that is so next level. It takes everything that he did with Terminator and mm-hmm. just takes to like the art direction is incredible, and then like the freaking fight with the queen alien with the power. Lo- Shut up! It's too good. It's ridiculous how good it is. So you absolutely have to see that. You should also see that, or you can't be my friend in general. <laughs> and then I'm going to pick a fun sure. one that is slightly off the beaten path, which is Slither. Yes. Have you guys oh, that's seen- on my yeah, list. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that movie so much. Oh, so Nathan Fillion, you're such a goddamn delight. And like all of the transformation. Now, it, it definitely harkens to the whole Dead Alive thing with like the mom at the end and mm-hmm. the character of the like husband. Like there's definitely some similarities there. Mm-hmm. And I just, and trauma, right? Because he comes out of the trauma studio. But yeah, James Gunn's. Slither is a masterpiece in in gross, funny, fun, slapsticky, gooey, excellent practical effects. So, um, just a, a note on Slither, I was um, just reminding myself that it actually was practical effects because that's what I remember, but I wanted mm-hmm. to check to make sure. Uh-huh. And I read this interview where he was saying that in order to make the practical effects um, and do it on the cheap, that they actually went to sex shops. And bought up as many like silicone penises and vaginas as they could get, like just buckets full of them, what? so they could melt them down in order to make the effects. And then I guess they had somebody coming through the studio, like you know, some higher up guy, and they just had like all of these like penises and vaginas everywhere. Amazing. Good look. Yeah. Also, how nice. grim was that when they started melting them? Yeah. Like, yeah. Imagine what that no. bucket looked like. Yeah. I feel like that's Ew. a missed film opportunity. <laughs> yeah. For a lot sure. of these, right? For that's somebody. in the director's cut for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, was that three or was that just one? That was, oh, yeah. I said Aliens, um, The Thing, and uh, Slither. Oh, cool. Excellent choices. Mm-hmm. Um, Matilda, what are yours? Um, so I'll get my super obvious one out of the way, which is. Um, which is Star Wars as the like the -hmm. beginning of where the practical effects started to look really grimy, like specifically for the kind of like dirt and wear on practical Mm -hmm. effects. And Mm -hmm. um, I know that the Star Wars stuff travels around a little bit in museums. Sometimes if you haven't gotten to go see it in person where you see like the interrogation droid and you can see like those are gynecological forceps sticking out of the side of it. And like recognizably gynecological forceps Uh sticking out of the side of it. Um, It's really worth going to see like the models and the little practical effects stuff. Um, uh, My second choice um, 
is the beyond specifically mm. for mm. the acid melt foam yes. the foam mm-hmm. stuff and the face mm-hmm. melting i really amazing loved um and my third is evil dead from 2013 yeah yeah but doing this list really made me realize like what my practical effects root is i think um and i think it's the jim henson studios yeah See, and i was gonna put mm-hmm. right like dark right. crystal yeah that was yes. i was on the fence mm. about <laughs> Because <laughs> I that movie's creepy, yes. but I also think that like it's so kind of like what we were talking about with the first Terminator movie. Like it's so, it's actually very charming to see a yep. little of the architecture for me because it makes me know like this was made with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that and seeing I think that maybe um, for any of us who are of an age that we grew up with either Sesame Street or the Muppets or Fraggle Rock, like we're we're very used to seeing humans yeah. interact with practical effects in a way that like from mm-hmm. since we could put tv in our eyeballs in a way that makes it look not so weird to us that's maybe. a good call yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. anyway so those were my picks oh awesome good ones um ariel what are yours oh okay um so i don't think anybody mentioned this one even though it's a big one too is the fly there we go yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean those effects are so amazing they look so great even today and they're so gross like the hair coming out of his back and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yes. yeah all this slimy stuff at the end everything so that's good. falling off of him yeah mm-hmm. yes <laughs> um uh just because like i have to talk about an older movie here we go <laughs> <laughs> um the original uh 1930s invisible man yes um, those effects were like revolutionary mm. at the time you take his bandages are being pulled away and there's no face underneath you get steps in the snow i think um i believe there's even like a bicycle riding scene where he's not like there's nobody on the bicycle and it's going by and all of that stuff was like completely new and blew people away at the time um and honestly i think it still looks pretty good when you watch it today and then um let me think oops i'm so sorry i just like closed my no, while you're like thinking have has idiot. anybody watched the trailer for the new invisible man i yes. just did like a few days ago yeah, yeah. elizabeth moss yeah i was the invisible I was man who's like that. a yeah. reaper when uh jody was making the parallels of the was it jody that was making the parallel of the uh the stalker boyfriend and and the terminator yes mm-hmm. yep yep yeah i think it's gonna be interesting because it's such a different take mm-hmm. on it um where the invisible man isn't you know a character that you care about and you you know feel the emotional like weight of his journey in the original it'll be interesting to see him being the horror villain we'll see how it stacks up against hollow man (laughs) 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 can i tell you when i saw that in the theater i think i was like a young teenager Uh like 14 or something and i actually liked that movie i haven't seen it since then either and i liked it as well but (laughs) and then i i did see it years later and i was like hmm Okay, so another one would be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. good one. That yeah. was not on my list and it should have been. Yeah, it's got some great effects in there. It's such a silly, fun, funny movie. And um, I discovered that like late night on TV when I was probably like 12 or something. And it's, you know, it's such a fun movie. And the practical effects are really cool in it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Uh, this is a, shaping up to be a great list already, you guys. Um, nobody mentioned American World in London because well, I figured everybody would mention American World. Yeah, London. yeah. Come on, that's like okay. 
Well, I'll have that on my list then. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, what, what can we say about that translation yeah. that hasn't been said already? It's, it's spectacular. Um, so um, I had uh, Dead Alive, although it's called Brain Dead over here. Um, mm-hmm. I had that on my list too. Um, so my other picks, um, I'm going to pick Hellraiser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first one. Hellraiser. Because that resurrection Ooh, scene, yep. when all his flesh just like grows back onto his body, is is just spectacular. Um, and I'm torn between my last two. Mm. I'm going to go Society. Uh huh. Um, yeah. That was on my list. I only saw it quite recently, uh, relatively, like maybe in the last year. Um, but I remember seeing a poster for it when I was really young, and it scared me because she's kind of taking off her face. Um, mm-hmm. and I remember yeah. like, that just really creeped me out. Um, and so finally watching the movie after all those years and it's it's a sight to behold and you can just kind of like smell the movie when you're watching it it's like it's just so sweaty and like it's all like putty and it um yeah yeah it's 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 very gross um my 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 so my other honorable mention would be reanimator yeah um i've only ever seen um, the original reanimator uh oh really yeah, it's, in my sh- it's really? going on my shame hole list this year. Oh, are we going to do a shame hole we this year? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm watching The Craft. Apparently. Yeah, The Craft. Well, yeah, really. <laughs> <a shame laughs> um, uh, what other um, honorable mentions did you guys have? Um, I had Pan's Labyrinth. Mm, mm-hmm. Very I well. love how you say Labyrinth. Damn it! I knew that. <laughs> the second I saw it, I'm like, damn it, Rachel's going to call me out. <laughs> labyrinth! I was trying to think of more um, recent ones like that, and I uh. couldn't really think of many... Yeah. Oh, that's the poster. Sarah just sent the um the picture of the poster to our um, to our group chat. Yeah, that's the one mm-hmm. that scared the crap out of me when I was little. <laughs> there was a poster for it in the um in the in oh, the video yeah. shop, and it just oh yeah yeah really yeah, yeah. scared me. Uh huh. Yeah. For me, it was the the eyes without a face poster that mm-hmm. our local video store had up, and it was just that always bugged the hell out of me. Hmm. Good one. I had. Let's see here. I had. I had a bunch. But I had yeah. RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. That one has great practical Excellent. effects. Yeah, it does. Like when he gets his hand blown off with the shotgun. Yeah. Uh, when the guy melts from the oh acid. My God, that's so good. Like people just getting straight up hamburgerized yeah. by the ED, whatever. Yeah. Like that movie has great uh-huh. special effects. I'm glad I didn't pick the RoboCop movies. There's three of them, too. I guess you're right, huh? There's all the other, like, yeah. RoboCop TV movies. Yeah, I have a. It's a guilty pleasure. I enjoy Robocop. I, um, I have that. I have Hatchet. Oh yeah, oh. that part yeah. where he like rips the guy's head in half is so amazing. So good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then my last honorable mention is um, I forgot what I was gonna say. The Void. Oh yeah, that's a like a new oh, one. Yeah. It's very much like a, a throwback, or it's sort of like Lovecraftian, and there's lots mm-hmm. of like tentacles mm-hmm. and like it's. It's very like event horizony. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not a great movie, but the special effects are really cool. And if you like Lovecraft stuff, the void's pretty yeah. mm-hmm. visually pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, I had the blob too. Oh, oh my yeah, God, of course the yeah. blob. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Blob when it digests that guy's yes. face. Yes. Oh, ah, it looks so, so good. good. Uh huh. <laughs> And then Matilda, you, um, you mentioned the Nightmare on Elm Street too. Oh yeah, yes. the blood guys. The blood guys are on the ceiling. Yeah. That was in but like, like three with Dream the Childs or, or yeah. Dream yeah. Boys. Yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So oh, good. yeah. To go along with the Beyond, the um, City of the Living Dead has some really great ones as well. Mm-hmm. You guys see that one where she um, 
that a character like pukes up her own guts and then her face like melts off. Whoa, that's pretty great. That sounds good. Yeah, that that might be my next pick. <laughs> Although there's a lot of spiders in the Beyond, though. Ooh, I've seen the Beyond because we saw it with the. Uh... Right, it was Mr. Matilda's birthday thing. That was a fun birthday. Mm -hmm. What was the mm -hmm. name of it? Uh, oh, Fabro Fabrizio or something. Yes, yeah, I saw it with him playing. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, cool. That was mm -hmm. really fun. Nice. But the spider part, I didn't. Yeah, no, that's no. <laughs> cool. Any others? Oh, um, Dawn of the Dead, there's that scene where they're, like, pulling the intestines out of the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah mm -hmm. sorry, that's what I meant. Mm -hmm. Where there were, like, actual rotten pig guts? Yes. yes. Ugh. 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 Since nobody's so gonna gross. say it, necromantic. Oh, my God! We almost made it! We almost made it! We Take a drink. so close! <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about this too, I want to put a plug in for if you if people have not um, if people are ever near Seattle and haven't been to the Museum of Pop Culture, the horror area of that. I want to go to that so um, bad. exhibit. There's now like a fantasy and a sci-fi area also, oh. but there's um, a horror gallery that has a lot of these practical effects that you can look at, including a full size xenomorph suit. Oh, sweet, nice, and a face hugger. There, I want yeah. to go oh, there. Cool. I think we're trying to see if there's any way we can squeeze in a trip. To Seattle before our like companion pass runs out. Oh yeah, <sighs> I really want to go to that. <laughs> that that place is great. Yeah. Oh, nice. Awesome. This is a good one. Yeah, good one. It feels very. Yeah, nostalgic. this was a really good topic. Yeah, I was trying to think of newer ones, but then it's hard to know sometimes what's what's practical and what's CGI like these days because a lot of it's done really well. But I'm glad you guys had some. Yeah, I actually, for that exact reason, I posted a thing on on the horror Reddit thread like asking if people had suggestions for oh, modern yeah. ones and the answers were uh underwhelming although someone oh, did rev say uh lords of salem which i was like yes. oh, yeah yeah because that's a good one mm -hmm. um but there was like someone who was like i haven't seen good practical effects right. since the howling i'm like what asinine mm. stupid answer goodbye yeah. Yeah. no you're <laughs> like i that person yeah. He's yes. just like up their own whore ass so far. Yes. Like, yeah, miss me on these dumbass comments. Like, mm -hmm. nobody's yeah. like, "Ooh, you're a true fan." Not like us posers. Right. Is it possible to hear that read in a voice other like to not see the comic book store? No, it is not <laughs> possible. Like, if you want to show like what a sad little bitter person you are, write some shit like that on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just like put your photo on there. We we see you, brother. <laughs> it's like when we did our our um our shame holes last time. People were like, "Oh, she hasn't seen." <laughs> it's like, oh my god, shut up! <laughs> just <shh. laughs> uh, awesome. That was a good one. Mm, cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we did get a little bit of listener feedback, and I'm gonna mostly just put this in um. A link to this in our show notes. So we got a message from a gentleman named Gavin. Um, he said, hi, Rachel, Ariel, and Posse. Uh, of the six or seven horror podcasts I listen to, yours is true is the only one that, one, offers a refreshing female perspective. Oh, thank you. Two, yeah. seems to recognize how weak most of Rob Zombie's movies are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't talk about Three from Hell. If you want to hear my long-winded thoughts on that, I was on yeah. an episode of the uh, Here's Johnny podcast where we <laughs> oh, saw nice. it. And we go pretty deep. I mean, as deep as you can go into one of his movies, <laughs> right. which is not okay. very deep. 
But we talked about it for a long time. <laughs> well, we lack in depth. We make up for it uh, temporarily. Okay. So the, and three, constantly introduced me to great movies I hadn't heard of. The Innocence, Frailty, Thelma, etc. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's, awesome. that's super Thank cool. You. So I wanted to share with you my annual Halloween song. Sorry, it's a little bit late. Um, inspired by Ari Aster's latest horror film, Midsummer, And sung from the perspective of a duplicitous Harga cult member, uh, Pele. Pele? Pele? I don't know. I think it was Pele. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's a link uh, to the video, which will release on October 15th. Obviously, we're a little tardy on that, but it still exists. So I'm going to put this note into the um, show notes if you want to hear the whole thing. And I will close out the show with a teeny tiny clip. Um, hopefully, he's okay with this. I mean, he sent it to us, right? Yeah. Hmm. All right, cool. If you want me to totally. take it off, Gavin, I will totally cut it and reissue the episode. Just let me know. Um, as well as, and you should definitely check out Gavin Castleton's YouTube page and his SoundCloud page because this is actually not the first time he's done this. He's done um, songs for The Shining. He's done songs for, for Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. um, as well as Predator versus Trump. so there's a little tease for you interesting yes yes i I hope he's on the right side of that Um, (laughs) i mean if he can stomach listening to us i'm sure yeah so i sent you guys all um a link to this did you guys get a chance to just like listen to a little bit of it yeah i did i listened to it last night i thought it was really cool Mm -hmm. and such a great idea too to make songs like that for different movies Mm -hmm. inspired by movies yeah i mean it just shows you right there how art inspires more art yeah, yeah. it's just always such a cool idea to me. Like the more you engage with it, the more inspired you become, the more creative you become. And like, can we please put our energy into that instead of some other bullshit? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I'm really glad you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for sharing your music with us. It was really cool. And if there are other people out there that have stuff you want to share, we would love to hear from like other creative people who share yes, our love absolutely. of the genre. Yeah, definitely. Gavin, you're one talented dude. Congrats on being able to do music. I definitely cannot. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. So, if you're enjoying the show or you want to be a part of it, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at rachel at zombiegirls.com. You can find us on our Facebook page, which we're all pretty much on there from time to time. And would love to hear from you. Um, And if you're enjoying the show, please do review us on iTunes. So, I guess that just leaves our streaming pick. And I have a good one this this time, you guys. Right. This is a movie that I have recommended in the past that is now available on Prime. So if you have cool. been meaning to watch it and just, like, haven't got around to it, this is your moment, okay? And I swear to God, it's so good. Okay, it's a little movie called Overlord. Yes! I saw that and I almost <laughs> called it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, oh, I don't want to overstep. We've already talked about it. But it's so fucking good. <laughs> you can always tell me if you see something on there. What are you talking about, overstep? <laughs> you don't have to go through the labyrinth to tell me things. <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes i think i don't know if you could have a more ringing endorsement than like the true joy you just heard in ariel's yes. voice <laughs> yes okay so here's the synopsis of overlord on the eve of d-day american prayer troopers drop behind enemy lines to penetrate the walls of a fortified church and destroy a radio transmitter as the soldiers approach their target they soon begin to realize that there is more going on in the nazi occupied village than a simple military operation making their way into an underground lab the outnumbered men stumble upon a sinister experiment that forces them into a vicious battle 
I remember you yes. talking about this. This yes. movie is good. Oh, good. It's, it's so like good. the best B movie ever. Mm-hmm. And it also, like I said, it, like it made me feel patriotic, which is like not really my speed. But like <laughs> seeing these like young men kill Nazis like hit me right in the freedom bone. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And it, like I said before, it reminded me that there was a time where we all agreed that the Nazis are the enemy <laughs> and needed to be blown the fuck up like seeing a grenade go off inside the mouth of a nazi mm, that is my yes. sexual preference like <laughs> so i highly recommend plus here's the thing is honestly it's just really fun on top yeah. of all that like i joke and that all that mm-hmm. i feel all those things very to be very true but on top of it like even if you don't care about that which we'll talk about that later but even if you don't care about that like it's just fun it is fun so many horror movies and one of the reasons i love horror movies is because they're a way to package like really important social messages in a really palatable way and like you can get really deep and like see all the significance and yeah no this is fun this is just Mm -hmm. all those things are true about it but really it's fun forward like it, the although the the opening scene when they're like getting shot at over D Day is it's harrowing. Yeah. It is like saving Private Ryan until it turns into I don't know what else. What mm. would what would you say? Like, what's a good zombie movie? <laughs> like, yeah. Turns Any into like Return or Dawn of the Dead. Like, yeah. uh, it's so good. It's mm-hmm. so so good. Yeah, it's it's so entertaining. Like All of the Americans have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does have action, but it's like Nazi getting killed action. Yeah, that's that. Like, there's like a like I can a stay it's the loophole, yeah, right? I can like, stay awake for that. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I feel like it's not wall to wall action set pieces. No. Like, there's enough variance in it, and also the effects in this movie are really cool. Yeah, like there's a lot. There's some emotional depth to the characters yeah. and some interesting things happening, but then there's just like bonkers special effects and crazy things happening. It's- it's really really fun i recommend this movie so highly but has anybody else other than me and ariel seen this no, before? Not yet. no. well ladies good news mm-hmm. it's now yeah. on amazon prime so put it in your eyeballs all right. <laughs> i'm gonna watch san junipero y'all watch overlord Yay, okay. <laughs> all right jody take us out oh uh, thank you for listening to another uh, zombie girls you guys uh, let us know what you think about sarah connor's uh transition um and whether you like the new terminator whether you like dr sleep we'd like to know
man. My dream man. He's just doing <laughs> He's I haven't had any sex dreams about Putin since this has all been going down. I will give myself that. Okay. So it's getting good. it's getting That's better. Positive. You've switched over to um Erdogan. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> You've switched over to uh Ooh, what am I what am I forgetting? You've switched over to Beto, you said. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's that's wide awake, though. <laughs> that guy has major big dick energy. <laughs> I can't help myself with Beto. <laughs> you sent me, I mean, you joke about Friday the 13th, but you sent me a picture of him with, like, his pants circled. <laughs> yeah. Rachel. I mean, mostly I was trolling my friend, uh, our friend Amethyst. <laughs> you were kind of like collateral damage in the dick thing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I don't care. I stand by it. <laughs> you know, shame in my fatal game. <laughs> Fair enough. Awesome. My mornings have gotten interesting because my upstairs neighbors are really loud sex. Addicts. Oh my god, what the fuck is happening oh. in your neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's happening in your neighborhood. Yeah. In, and like, I thought they were going to be hella quiet because you never hear them walking around, but at like five o'clock in the morning, they're like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> it's just like on? going at it. What is and in the their... tap water in your neighborhood? Yeah. No, their Wi Fi handles, like their Wi Fi names, are Bearded Clam. And death by snoo snoo. <laughs> okay, be- death by snoo snoo is, is goddamn delightful. Snoo-snoo? It's from Futurama. It's a joke. It's <laughs> also Amazon a joke. Women. But yeah. bearded clam is there? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Speaking of finger blasting, <laughs> let's get the last off out of this podcast. I'm gonna hit stop recording now. <laughs> There's the outfit. Oh my God. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>